name's Bond. James Bond. What do you think you're doing? Keeping the British hand up, sir. Grow up, 007. <laughs> this never happened to the other fellow. I'm the money. Every penny of it. So you put your money where your mouth is. It's quite a nice little nothing you're almost wearing. I approve. I'll do anything for a woman with a knife. And then he's found with a dead of Kill Bond, now. To the right, to the right, to the right. Shocking, positively shocking. You get your clothes on, I'll buy you a nice trade. <laughs> it is 007 coming to you once again for your favourite type of episode. It's rankings, rankings, baby. Hosted by me, Noah Groves, because it's my turn to host, apparently. Oh, wait, no, I'm Ben. That's right. I hosted the last one. Um, we're excited to be I here. I the last commentary and the last ranking. Thank you very much. Keep telling yourself that, Noah. Uh, we're here to rank everybody's favourite characters, the secondary villains because apparently we did the secondary bond girls before we did the secondary villains so now we're doing this list but this is i think our shortest list since we ranked the james bonds but this could be the most interesting list because while our secondary bond girls was incredibly weird and all over the shop and we had no context this list is actually pretty good so i don't know how this is going to turn out but we are about to find out my name is Ben, and bless your heart! And now Colin should say his name. Oh, I, 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 I thought we were on Noah. I, I, I wasn't paying attention. Me to do it. He's not drunk enough yet for that, Colin. I'm not going to do it. All right. Uh, my name is Colin, and I go second. I go second. I go second. <laughs> And um, my name is Nora, and tell Colin Hill that he's fine. <laughs> oh my goodness! Can I just point out that Colin, this show this is had like the ninetieth episode, <laughs> like the ninety-third episode. Um, Wake up, old man! We've had four best ofs, people. Four best ofs. Um, I, I'm actually really excited for this one. We sort of went through during the week. We're like, oh, what should we rank and. I suggested something and I got shot down like usual because then Noah's like, no, we should do secondary villains because that's a better one. And we were like, okay, Noah, because you're the boss. Um, <laughs> at least during the week you are. So we came together with a list, mainly Noah and Colin. I just said yes a few times and <laughs> came up with 14 names. And then when I actually sat down and read the list and ranked them, I was like, this is going to be a difficult list to do. Um, so we'll go over them in just a second. But... Initial thoughts, gentlemen. Colin, this is your part now okay. where you <laughs> answer first when I say that. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> I go second. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that our list is, like you said, it's better than the secondary Bond girls, uh, which let's hope that means we don't go four and a half hours on this, people. Uh, I also agree it's harder. I think my top three was pretty much set in stone. I still don't know. Maybe I'll change the order of my top three by the time we get there. But there's been a lot of shuffling. I think all of us have said this in the last 24 hours. Oh, I've changed my list already. Oh, I'm probably going to change my list again. I made another adjustment just before we recorded here because I'm like, oh, that one doesn't look right. So uh, it, it's going to be all over the place. It's not going to be four and a half hours. I'm going to keep telling myself that. 
Yeah, when I first looked at the list, I was like, oh, yeah, that is quite a good list. Uh, but then when I came to actually writing out the list, I had no clue. I didn't know who was the obvious last and who the obvious first is. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm still not 100% sure uh, on my number one. I don't think I'll change it, but it still doesn't feel 100% right. Uh but yeah, I've had people move from number five into the, the bottom five and I've had moved people up eight spots and it's all over the shop. Uh, there are some good characters here. Um, and I guess uh, we've got 14. I think we've pretty much covered it. There are a few names uh, missing and maybe when we were drafting it, we had sort of different ideas, but I... I kind of think of the secondary villains as those villains who are not necessarily working for the main villain, but they are working with the main villain. So they're not henchmen and associates. maybe associates. And maybe some of these characters think they're on the same level as the main villain, but none of them really are. Uh, and often the main villain is responsible for the demise of these characters. Uh, so a lot of these are sort of people who are almost could have been their own movie and their own villain. And they've got some sort of connection with the main villain and they think they're the top dog, but really they never are. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's what distinguishes these a lot is that they're not necessarily working for the main villain. They're working with the main villain. Uh, and yeah, there's a lot of great characters, but I'd love to know the collective screen time of all of these 14 because there are some good characters, but uh, we can't use the screen time argument at all in this episode like we did no. with the secondaries uh, because all of these have around 10-minute screen times. Well, I think, well, yes and no. Uh, I think... Maybe two of them, two well, or three of them. It's a very good point you make, though, like, about their significance to the plot, because I think, like, to put it into context, there's only 14 we're ranking here. The villains, we ranked 26 different villains, and I guess you could argue there were some we did two. So, like, I mean, we did, you know, Brad Whitaker and Georgie Koskov from Living Daylights. We did Renard and Electra from The World Is Not Enough. I mean, you could argue we should have maybe taken, you know, two of them out and put them in this list and things like that. So, um I think this one, yeah, it's it, these. I, I would argue. I mean, they were a lot more significant to the plot than any of the secondary Bond girls that we did. So, um, I'm still sad that there's no Davidov. I'm still sad that there's no Verity. <laughs> but uh, I guess we have to do a secondary henchman, which Davidov will win, uh, and then Verity will be in the fifthery girls. Will Will Diamonds Are Forever continue on the trend of being the number one spot for, for no. two rankings in a row? Please, I, no. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say no, but I'm also very hopeful <laughs> that... I'm very, very hopeful that this movie... will be placing very high today because I think there's one person on this list that I know will be ranking a certain person, possibly oh, even yeah. as a number one. So uh, do, I, do, I, do I need to change my rankings just to dash Colin, pens hopes here? If you rank Miranda Frost at number one, I will never play this. Again. Oh, oh, <laughs> temptation now. No, um, I'm not but, doing it. 
<laughs> well, luckily one of us already is then. But uh, yeah, we'll go through this list now. As I said, the shortest list that we have ever. I don't think we've had a list under 20 except for other our than Bonds the list. the Bonds, yeah. Yeah, uh, 20 secondary Bond girls. So that was our shortest until now. So the 14 that we have that we will be ranking today in orders of their films. Uh, so from... from 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 with Russia, <laughs> that movie that came second in the franchise, Kronstein, uh, Kronstein, Kronstein. What was that song we made up about him? I can't even. That's Krilenko. Well, whatever. We'll make one up about Kronstein too. <laughs> I'll do a good stuff. Krilenko and Kronstein, same person. Um, from you only live twice, Mr. Asato. From everybody's favorite, but Saxby, diamonds are forever. Uh, from uh, man with the golden gun, high fat. Uh, from Octopussy, General <laughs> Orlov, from A View to a Kill, Dr. Carl Mortner. We've got two from License to Kill. Oh, Jesus Christ, Colin's frothing at the bit. Uh, Milton Crest and Joe Butcher. Uh, we've got two from Goldeneye as well, General Oromov and Boris Grishenko uh, from Die Another Day, It's Back. Uh, Miranda Frost from, well, three movies from the Daniel Craig era, Mr. White. Uh, and then we've got General Rapo Medrano from Quantum of Solace and uh, C from Spectre, Spectre, Spectre. So, um, Denby. Where's Pussfella? Where's Pussfella? I don't know. Um, were there any honourable mentions of people that we sort of cut or could have made this list? Again, we a lot of people might listen to this and be expecting a Renard or, you know, a Brad Whitaker or something like that, but obviously we've already ranked them in the, in the main villains one. So any ones that you think we could have potentially had no you mentioned a few in our chat that we'd ultimately ranked in henchmen so uh there's yeah there's a few that we could have technically had here yeah the i think the the main one was uh professor dent which uh i can see why we ranked him in henchmen but i think he's one of those few that would fit on both lists uh with brad whitaker and uh koskov that was an interesting one because i don't feel like there really was a strong main villain in that movie but I think both of them were a little bit too prominent to be a secondary villain. Uh, I think one of the main ones that we did cut was Naomi from Spy Who Loved Me, which uh, I, I think I told you, Ben, before Noah even looked over the list. I'm like, yeah, you know, she, she, she doesn't really fit, but I thought let's throw another female out there. And then Noah wasn't game to have any Sexist. more women on here. So <laughs> he said, no, Naomi's more of a, a henchwoman. Or uh, I think you kept saying femme fatale. We'll save her for the femme fatales list. And then I'm thinking... Are we going to have a Femme Patel's list after this? We don't have Verity, many left. number one. No. Uh, no, Bambi and Thumper, number one. Ah, uh, yeah, there we go. Good argument. Well, I think but, this uh, is going to be on our other episode, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> or our secondary henchmen. But yeah, I think uh, the, the other only other ones that really came up that were scrapped were Dent and um, uh, I think, Noah, at one point you mentioned uh, Demetrius from Casino mm, Royale. Like, oh, yeah, we ranked him in henchmen. Well, but- I'd brought up Kaufman. Col- from um, uh, yeah. Tomorrow Never Dies, and the, uh, the other guy who, who had the, the Dakota, the other yeah. dude. I can't remember his name. I'm glad yeah. that we were, we were a little bit stricter with this list, though, and kept it to 14, because I think if we just said, well, they're technically a secondary villain, we would just have uh, our bottom five all the same people. I do, I do think uh, probably Demetrios we should have saved for this list, but we kind of wanted to add a few more cranes, I think, even though we forgot Elvis. Um <laughs> But I, I feel like maybe we could have had Patrice into this, but uh, would have been last for me anyway. Um, uh, 
Professor Dr. Metz, I think, would have been pretty good here. Uh, but yeah, I think the fact that we can't really come up with many means we've pretty much covered the main 14 of the secondary villains. The other one on this list, I'm looking at all of, could have snuck into the main villains. We had two for Living Daylights. He almost could have been into that list too. He's kind of sticks out a bit in this list. Uh, but but yeah, I feel like uh, I, I disagree with something like Kaufman. Like he's a straight bang henchman for me. Like he doesn't fit at all with the idea of what these other secondary villains are. Um, and then we've got Boris in this list that we debated when we did henchmen as well. He's a bit. Kind of, he he nearly made our list. Well. I think he did make our list, and then we. I think. Yeah. I think I was pretty adamant that well, he's not really a henchman, is he? Like, I, I don't think you really add him. Yeah, I, I I think he fits this list much more than a henchman. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, if we include all the henchmen, because we missed at least 20, 30 henchmen, uh, then I think he would have fit. But uh, he's fine here too. Uh, but yeah, I think we've pretty much got it covered, and. Uh, a bit less, uh, so there's not a secondary villain all the time, but uh, it's still quite prominent in the series. Well, we've got, what, maybe out of the 14 here, so two of them are in two, so there's, what, 12 films we're covering here? So only half the films, basically, um, that really have them. Um, and I, I think, yeah, like Kaufman, but um, I keep forgetting the guy's name, the guy who gets the decoder in the opening scene in Tomorrow Never Dies. Um, basically, I mean, he's Comic more of a... Guy. Yeah, he's more of like a secondary villain than a henchman, but I guess you could maybe put him in other. I mean, if I can't remember Davidoff his name, better than him. Well, I mean, Davidov is being robbed on about five lists now, so like, I mean, you know, whatever list we put him on, I'm putting him at number one. I don't care. Like, if we do a if, second, I think we need to do a secondary henchman because someone like Elvis probably should be on there. Bambi, Bambi and Thumper. Well, I've got that book <laughs> again now, so I can show it to you again. <laughs> but just imagine if Decoder Guy had gotten his own poster, we wouldn't be calling him Decoder Guy right now. We would know his exactly. name, like Davidov. Uh, do you remember Decoder, Noah? Remember him back in the Brink oh, days? Yeah. <laughs> Noah, Noah, what do you think of Decoder? Oh, it's pretty gay. Well, I don't know if he's gay. Maybe he is. But um, <laughs> double check. I haven't spoken to him in a while. Um, actually, also, what do you what do you think of me playing that clip, Noah? I'm- very wet right now. Well, get yourself a towel, all right? Just just calm down. Why are there no Ben clips? There is Ben clips. Let you me play it, that one again. I remember that thing. What's the truth about the size of my manhood? I have a large penis. Yes, that is true. Yes, see, there are see, Ben clips. Noah, Noah, the good explanation why there's no Ben clips is because we don't have to wait for Ben to say something stupid and then recycle it. We know he's going to say something stupid probably a couple times in the next 10 minutes. There's enough content we don't need to read Yes. And speaking of um, things that are stupid, what's that that you want to say, Colin? Give us Madonna in this sequence and I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'd be okay with getting Madonna as well. So, okay. Just, um, wow. So I don't remember ever things. saying that. So I'm I'm curious where is it, these come is, from. Is it true that you don't remember saying that, Colin? No, 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 oh, no. You seem to disagree with yourself there. I don't know what's going on. Ben's just um, using deep fakes at this point. Yeah. We never said this. Hang on. Sorry. Sorry. What What was that, Pierce? Who do you want to come on as a guest host? Shirley Bassey. No, she's not available. I think she probably died during the week. Um, I have no idea. These are why the episodes go for four hours. Oh, wait, hang on, <laughs> hang on. Who's that coming in the line right now? Wants to be the new James Bond? Brand. 
James Bond. Oh, Fran Drescher. Wow, <laughs> she sounds great as James Bond. So. Okay, that's all the editing done. Let's get into this list. Um, oh, you think that's all the editing yeah, done. Oh, but no, no, it's not. We're going to have a say in this. You know, it's really funny, though. If you, like, do that, I could oh, just no, not... no, 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 <laughs> I could just not do anything, and then it sounds really awkward. So our listeners are going, well, that's an unprofessional <laughs> podcast. I'm going to go listen to Spectre, etc. Um, so if you're listening... Yeah, I don't know what they are. Um <laughs> If you're listening to a rankings for the first time, we would take it in order. We basically put up our number 14, then our number 13, 12, so on and so forth. Every four or five, we will stop and go over our last few choices. And then at the end of it, we'll come up with a great song and put it into the thinking computer to work out the averages of who will become number one and all that kind of fun stuff. So am I going first? Are we, are we <laughs> on this? Well, yes. you are the yeah. host. Am I? The, the who? Host. The host. <laughs> the host. <laughs> Uh, all right. I'm so okay. interested with this list. I said this with the secondary, but I think this is even more interesting. Like now that we've got so niche, I think it makes these episodes so fascinating because Ben could go anywhere at this point. <laughs> Why do you say that like it's a shock? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> ben might surprise Christ. today. Ben might have some interesting choices. That would be unusual. <laughs> um, all right. Number 14. Um... This is somebody who we actually talked about fairly recently in a fairly recent episode. Um, somebody who we didn't actually initially have on this list until Noah all of a sudden was like, hey, we have to have this person on the list too. Uh, it's from a movie that I think we've all just recently discovered that we all hate. We had to sit through this for about 80 minutes and just based on the process of elimination and what he brings to the movie... I'm sorry, General Rapo Medrano, to me, you are the least interesting of all these people. And this is going below somebody from Octopussy, whereas the movies I barely remember. So, um, look, again, it's similar to so many things in Quantum of Solace. They could have been better. Uh, there could have been potential, but I don't know. Like, in some ways, he's more interesting than Dominic Green. Like, I think he's got a bit more personality and <laughs> is a bit more evil than Dominic Green. He shows more emotion and that's just not because he's trying to rape someone. But the difference is, is that I ranked Dominic Green last on my villains list, and that was at number 26. I'm ranking General Madrano at last on this list. It's number 14. So he's 12 spots higher than Dominic Green. So technically he's better than Dominic Green. So to me, General Rapo Madrano is the worst of these secondary villains. I just want that to be the caption for his character going forward. 12 spots higher than Dominic Green. <laughs> All that needs to be said. Is that our episode uh, title? Uh <laughs> potential. Uh, because he is significantly better than Green, I'm not going to put him last. Uh, I, I have some defenses for him, but the execution is the problem here, not the character, which is why I, I, I don't think he belongs in the bottom spot. Uh, certainly not as the least interesting, because I think... He's more interesting than Green, uh, but there's problems with the execution. When I get to him, I'll talk about that uh, prevent him from going higher than he should. Yeah, he's not my bottom, but the fact that, that we have three bottom fans coming up with a list and we all forgot him for like days, uh, and then I was on a run and I'm thinking about this list and I'm like, oh, wait, I'm still... didn't we just watch this movie? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> uh 
And yeah, I think on this recent rewatch, I hate it even more. Like Die Another Day is better than Conical Solids. Uh, sorry, what was that? Die Another Day is better than Conical Solids. Oh, no, no, sorry. <laughs> Just needed to hear that. I mean, that, that's not a hot take. Well, at least I don't think it should be because that movie stinks. Uh, but yeah, the fact that we all forgot him uh, probably says something. We already forgot Elvis, so we shouldn't make that mistake again. Uh, but yeah, the fact that you even said it yourself, the fact he's better than Green means he probably doesn't deserve the bottom spot, but he's not that high for me. I mean, if if we had him on the same list as Dominic Green, I would rank him higher than Dominic Green. So um, just to, to put that out there. So, all right. Well, at least two of us will have different last places. Colin in last. Okay. Uh, keeping on the trend of, hey, they didn't originally make the list. Uh, I'm going with somebody who... I thought I thought about I thought about putting them on the list originally, but then I had fears of I can't wait until this person ends up in the top five because of how funny somebody <laughs> else's line is about Bert Saxby that has nothing to do with Bert Saxby. And I, I, I tell you fired, Colin. I felt so vindicated. I felt so vindicated before we started this when Noah himself, who probably has him in his top five because of how funny somebody else's line is about Bert Saxby. <laughs> all over again, just like last number 12 last time. Uh, even though he was saying, yeah, the article basically said he's most well-known for the amusing line Willard White has where he says, tell him he's fired. Nothing about Bert Saxby is memorable for Bert Saxby. And I mean, part of the problem, it's a similar problem that... Uh, live and let die has where you have so many henchmen slash secondary villains that nobody really, really shines. But I think between these two movies, diamonds are forever and live and let die. There's a lot of similarities. I think live and let die has much more memorable characters. Uh, but yeah, Burt Saxby, I'm going to put him bottom list, even if for no other reason than to prevent another incident of diamonds are forever going to the top because everybody else surrounding a character is funnier than the character. Noah. <laughs> oh. You're next, old man. <laughs> I was just so shocked. Oh, come off it. Uh, I, you are the one who was saying, oh, yeah, Sylvia Trench is great because of that great line. Bond, James no, Bond. No, no. Until I... that, that was Ben who said that, the line. Yeah, um, that was I said she was great because, <laughs> because of the golf scene. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, I'm going to spoil it. He's not in my top five, and I'm going to guess that he's probably not Ben's number one, so we're not going to have a, a repeat of Plenty O'Toole getting in the top or uh, Winton Kid or whatever. Uh, but if we were ranking uh, Tiffany Case, uh, Ben, can we hear what uh, Colin would think and uh, where he might of course, Of course, Noah. Let's hear that now. Tiffany Case is probably one of the strongest Bond girls. Okay, yep. Well. Wow. Oh, so why did you put Ben Saxby so low if you love Diamonds Are Forever? <laughs> uh, um, oh, sorry. No, look, I thought you finished. Ben Saxby, but, like, I feel like it, this is a protest vote. I mean, I'm not saying he's in my top five, but... <laughs> until somebody like gives me any... Vote. Until somebody gives me anything that that man does on his own in this movie that's warranted even being on this list, it's not a protest. Well, he, he runs a casino <laughs> with an elephant. 
<laughs> which is a nice elephant. That's sinister. That's what I look for in a villain. Blow up your pants. <laughs> um, do I need to play the pawn again? Do I need to get this out? Do I need to storm out of the room? Is this what you're trying to make me do? <laughs> Colin, is this what you're making me do? I'm getting the pawn out. Um, actually, no, 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 I'm not. I'm going to save time and say that at number 13, I have Bert Saxby. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I, oh. like... I just can't, like, I'm with you, Noah. I fall in love with Diamonds Are Forever more and more. And as I, I said so many times, when I end up re-watching these in the lead up to No Time to Die and re-ranking them, I, I don't doubt Diamonds Are Forever is probably going to be the biggest gainer on my list because I just forget how much I actually do love that movie. Um, but I, I was thinking, I was looking at this list... I'm like Bert Saxby, Bert Saxby, and I'm like, and I'm, I'm like, what does like what's exciting about him? What does he do? Like, of all these characters we've ranked in Diamonds Are Forever, he does nothing exciting to warrant him being any higher than thirteenth. And again, I've got someone from Octopussy higher than him, and I barely remember that movie. So yeah, I I can't add anything extra. Um, I mean, you sort of said no at the top of this that it's like there's no obvious number one, there's no obvious bottom. I agree with that, and I just think that it also comes to a lot of it, sim- similar to Secondary Bond Girls, where it's like it's going to be a lot of personal, like, oh, I like this person better for whatever reason. So, sorry, Bert Saxby, tell him you're fired. You're second last on my list. Yeah, I mean, he is coming up soon for me. Uh, but <laughs> I agree you. with Colin's kind of thesis about, well, it was someone else's line because... Uh, the Plenty of Tool stuff, that was also the argument. Oh, it was someone else's line. But the character is directly involved in that line. So there's so many characters <laughs> here who are kind of nothing. And Even Ben's without- shaking his head at you for that. <laughs> are you saying that Bert Saxby's directly involved in the line? Are you talking about Plenty of Tool? Both like those those lines don't exist with those characters without those characters. I, I would I would argue the difference is is that you get the plenty, oh, of course you are, plenty O'Toole named after your father perhaps of a direct response of what she's saying so it makes it memorable. With Bert Saxby, oh, they're, they're the I'm only line he said is I'll tell him he's fired. Like, I'm talking about the I missed line uh, or or whatever it was. I, I, I wasn't aiming for the pool or whatever. Uh, the line's so memorable he's quoting it verbatim right now, people, uh, or whatever, or, or, or something <laughs> like that. No, it's because I'm drunk. That's why I can't get it. <laughs> well, that also explains your arguments. <laughs> I love how honest you're getting, Noah. You're growing as a human. That's good to know. <laughs> I, I just disagree with that. The, there are so many characters where you're grasping at straw, especially with these secondary lists, that if they have something involved with them, even if it's someone else's line, that's at least plus but, one point. I'm not saying it puts them in the top five, but I disagree with that. Mentioning his... Mentioning his name is involvement with him for, with that yeah, argument. Okay, so Santa? with that argument, if that with that argument, if General Madrano said Dominic Green, tell him he's fired. Is Dominic Green gonna be higher on Ben's list? No. Oh, maybe one one spot higher if it was a memorable <laughs> line. I, I I look. I know what Noah's saying, and you know, part of me like I get it and I agree with it. The, the problem is, is that. I'm on that level where it's, yeah, if they're, they're used in a certain memorable way. Like, I, the only reason I remembered Bert Saxby is because of that line. And exactly. that was like, oh, right. okay, but, but that's I get not that. his character, though. But but then on top of that, though, when I, I read through these other people and I think, well, do I really put Bert Saxby higher than somebody else because somebody else said their name cool enough? 
versus somebody that I think brings it. Like I know I'm probably contradicting myself over the Tiffany case, uh, the the Plenty of Tools thing, but tool. I added more of an argument why Plenty of Tools is awesome versus Bert Saxby. She like, is awesome. Okay, now get us over. Where? How much higher is he on your list? Come on, what are you going to say? He's like number eleven. Oh, I'm defending him. Yeah. He's not much higher. I'm just saying I disagree with that argument. Also for Plenty of Tools. Uh, anyway. Uh, but literally, Willard White, a top five Bond ally, said that line. So that must count for something. He was a top five. Uh, we didn't rank the allies yet, so you're that drunk. <laughs> oh, remember that episode where we ranked him in the top five for allies? We have not done it yet. <laughs> We did, we, did. we did rank the allies. He came in at number ten. When did we rank the allies? <laughs> when we ranked the allies? The episode was. <laughs> we did. We ranked the allies. Are you serious? When was this? I have zero memory of this. When was this? This was like the last ranking we did before the one we did the other week. <laughs> Oh, the Alzheimer's. I'm Googling it right <laughs> Episode now. Episode 80, Do You Hate Fun? Ranking the Allies. <laughs> I remember Do You Hate Fun. I don't remember ranking the Allies. Quarrel came in at number one. Kellen Bay at number two. Zikowski number three. Mathis number four. Draco number five. Oh, Tony yeah, yeah. Now I'm remembering. Now, the memorable people. Oh. I remember those now. <laughs> Ben, Ben, get get Jamie on the line. We need to call the home. I think we do. <laughs> but you know what's funny? You, you, I, I finally clued in with me. But I'm looking at my own list, and I'm like, did I do that? Did I put this person in? But that was oh the Kincaid. If you had said the Kincaid episode, I would have remembered. Okay. <laughs> I just oh always get God. worried whenever you say that name that those screams just seem to get louder every single <laughs> week. Okay, let's move on. Oh, this will be a three-hour episode. Oh, <laughs> like half an hour into this episode. We haven't even gotten rid of all the 14th yet. Jesus Christ. To summarise, uh, Bert Saxby's name being said is a plus one and Colin is to go to our home. Okay, shall we move on? Uh Colin, do you remember who your 14th spot was? <laughs> he's forgotten that he's going second. He forgot we did the Allies episode. I'm really getting worried. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you should drink a beer. I, I just need less children keeping me up at night. That's I'll always blame the children. That's fair. always what it is. Colin, we've all got things we can blame, all right? We've all got problems. Hey, None of your problems are named Casper, okay? <laughs> yeah. What are you blaming, Ben? Nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. I don't know. Ben has <laughs> Ben has no problems in life. <laughs> nothing I'm, has happened to me at all in 2021. <laughs> I've just had a normal life. Nothing's going on. Just general Ben Waterworth life. Just general Ben Waterworth, like General Majorum. <laughs> Touche. There's there's a few generals on this list. There's at least three. So <laughs> General Waterworth. That's your new name. Yes, uh, General Waterworth. There's the name of the episode again. We've got two on there. Two nominations. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad one. Okay, number fourteen for me. Okay. Uh, thank you, General Waterworth, uh, and Sir Hilding, senior citizen. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad that I was going last because then I can gauge kind of the board and see what's controversial or not. But now I don't know. I don't know if this is controversial. Uh, I feel like Ben's going to be annoyed with this and maybe Colin too. But uh, my Do I have to get porn out? Do I have to walk out? <laughs> uh, 
he's just blur and I keep trying to love this movie and I've tried to rewatch it and I just can't get into this movie. Uh, he just looks scummy and gross. Uh, and, uh, and I just, I, to me, he's a nothing. And he's actually really probably more prominent than a lot of these allies. And there's two of them in this film. Uh, Where are you going with this? <laughs> I'm scared. It's, it's, it's not Boris. It's not Ermold. Uh, I'm still scared Milton, for the other one. <laughs> well, Milton Crest, yes, he's got a boat named after him. But he doesn't look gross. And Dalton, I think I'm still more with General Waterworth with the Dalton love, but I'm kind of leaning more towards Colin's side after rewatching these films. Colin's a, a, wow. bit, Dalton's a bit naff and his rea- relation with Milton Crest. So I don't think having a boat named after you gets you uh, one plus, unlike having a boat named after you. So I don't know if this is controversial, but I'm, I'm a nothing on Milton Crest. No, you're a nothing in general. This is very controversial. <laughs> it's like... Is it? Well, I thought it I'm might go- be. I, I'm making a prediction. I'm probably going to be wrong here, but I, I was kind of almost thinking this could be the first time that Colin's going to maybe rank License to Kill somewhat high because these are decent I think characters. the other one's better. I, I am just blown away. Like his head in the compression chamber. Um, <laughs> okay, I will give it that. The death is great and that almost put him It's two, probably the best death higher. of any of these people, except for maybe one of them. It's almost too much. It's almost too much for a Bond film. Oh, uh, well, go and watch your PG-rated Bond Jr. then, you little wuss. Yeah, <laughs> it's more of a stamper film. And I will say the death almost puts it a few spots higher, but then I looked at the list and I'm like, well, everyone else has at least something going for them, so... But that's me! Good. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, I take Bert back Saxby. everything I said ten minutes ago defending you for Bert Saxby. <laughs> Bullshit! Well, I like Bert Saxby's death, too. It's Clearly! Funny. You're wrecking him out of... Oh, I'm not even... I'm not talking about I him for like a long time. It's so. awesome, but it's almost too much for Bond and even too much for License to Kill. And if this was a Stamper film, then yeah. But yeah, I don't know. He's such a nothing. Uh, ben, are you going to say anything else, sir? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited I'm, for Colin's reaction right now. Which side will he go? I, I'm, I'm, I'm angry. I'm. <laughs> I, I can see Noah on pins and needles right now. Uh, I, I'm going to ease Noah's mind a little bit, but but also say he's not the bottom of my license to kill secondary villains. So that's oh. that's all I'll say here. I'll, I'll leave it at that. But <laughs> what I will say is the fact that he looks so scummy is one of the reasons I rank him a little bit higher than you. Because I think that 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 does go for a character. You, you have to have a secondary villain who looks like a villain, who acts like a villain. He's not a powerful villain, but I think that has more to do with the fact that Sanchez is. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be quite on Ben's side here, but uh, I'm going to fall somewhere in the middle. I, um, we could have all, actually, I was thinking, what about, what about um, Truman Lodge? Where did, where did he end up? Is he a secondary henchman? I was thinking about him. Where does he end up? No one wants well, to talk about Truman Lodge. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we've also got Ed Philippa. There's a lot in this film, uh, which yeah, maybe well, I says think something about Sanchez more than sec- anything. Secondary, that he's a smart villain because he has lots of people working for him. Yeah, we should have ranked him higher. I agree. 
Um, one of us did. Um, oh, that's only because you talked to him. Well, I haven't gotten go back and rank VJ higher, am I? Um, <laughs> well, with that smile, I would not. Fran Dresch is going to be higher on my Bond girls list now. Um, anyway, I've already done my number 13, so straight back to Colin. Colin, that's you. That's okay. your name. Do you need reminding <laughs> of that? Colin, uh, also, just well, quickly, Colin, we're ranking secondary villains. Wait, when are we going to do allies? Come on, guys. <laughs> I want to do the allies. After we do Bonds. <laughs> okay, so continue on the license to kill trend here. I've got number oh. 13, Joe Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, and I, I do I written across my face. Look, here's the thing. I don't Man, like License to Kill was my bottom, <laughs> my bottom movie ranking. Yes, uh, we know. And I, I put up the first draft of the list that had two secondary villains from License to Kill. Uh, so I'm not going to say there's anything wrong. Joe Butcher is a fun character. The reason I rank him low is more. <laughs> What does that say? We can't read it, Ben. <laughs> you just look like somebody who has paper underneath their oh glasses. Oh, my God. He's, he's finally going No, there we go. I'm pulling that video clip for any time I do a video now. Ben has stupid <laughs> written on his forehead, people. <laughs> but, like, here's the problem with Joe Butcher. He is barely a villain. And his character is there to be a cameo. And I think that that's one of the big problems with his character as fun. I would love for them to have actually developed a character with him, given a few more scenes, but you can take Joe Butcher out of this movie and nothing changes. He's not necessary to the plot. He doesn't contribute anything. It's fun to have Wayne Newton in there playing this uh, crooked televangelist who's in with drug dealers, but it doesn't need to be in the movie at all. Yeah. Uh, He's coming up very soon for me. Oh, uh, for me, <laughs> well, Ben's having a history, but to me, Sanchez and Dario are the strong points of uh, License to Kill over all the other characters. Uh, and there's a lot of characters in License to Kill. Uh, the fact that we even named a few more that could have been on this list. Uh, but I've got slight defenses for old Butch, uh, but... <laughs> I think he's better than Milton Crest, but he is coming up soon for me. I'm sorry, Ben. The, the License to Kill secondary villains are not the strong points of that film. And I'm not a fan of that film, but there are some strong points of that, that film. And there's not these two characters. Uh, similar answer to before. I won't be talking about him for a long time. So I oh, guess uh, Noah... I'm glad I put him... I'm so glad now, even though I don't agree with Noah, I'm glad that Milton Crest was his bottom... And then Joe Butcher is my second for bottom because Ben can't hijack these and have somebody at number one. They're not at number one. I'm not that stupid. But, like, oh, but I mean, the average. I, I'm glad we're bringing down the average here. Yeah, you're bringing down I, I the know. average of this podcast by your crap decisions. <laughs> I know I'm dumb for having Willard White in the top five allies. Yes, we did that episode. Uh, and <laughs> having winter kid but when we get joe bodger as the third best secondary villain i'm sorry <laughs> did you see my list <laughs> <laughs> that's like you shouldn't even be doing anything silly because we've given you a, a good light our uh, die another day thing this is your episode <laughs> to just stick with the die another day and then but at the same time i love my license to kill you leave my timothy alone all right well i love my 
diamonds off forever. You were about to say you it. Call you yourself, to, that wouldn't you, become a sound clip. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm going to make that a sound clip. Let's hear what Noah actually thinks about Die Another Day. I love Die Another Day. I agree. Yeah. Yes, I love Fake it too. News. Fake news. <laughs> I love my diamonds are forever, but I'm still going to say number 13, Bert Saxby, okay? <laughs> Thank uh, you. Thank you. That's second from bottom. What were you doing arguing? Normally when it's the next one up, you just say, well, let me save everybody some time. They're my number 13. But instead, you had a 10-minute argument on, well, the line that somebody else has about Britt Saxby is why the character's well, well, so Well, in fairness, to defend Noah, for once, he hadn't put his number 14 up yet. So, therefore, that's why I don't think he really went straight to number 13. But, okay. Well, <laughs> Calm down, old man. That. 13 comes before 14. Like... <laughs> Hey, Colin's counting his minutes at this point. He's got precious time. I don't remember when I was 13. That was 117 years ago. That's why I didn't want Bert Saxby on this list, because it's like, I can only, I can only probably justify 12 before I make it. <laughs> uh, I, I just want to say something about Bert Saxby. He was not originally on this list, and I'm going to confess something. It was slightly a silent protest that I was determined to put him on this list. And and this protest has something to do with an episode that was recorded maybe, I don't even know when, a few months ago. And uh, it has something to do with a name called Rayol. Now, no. I'm just adamant that the name Rayol uh, shouldn't be on this list. And Colin told me, well, we're, we're just uh, doing this for Ben. We're going to put a die another day thing on the list uh, just to keep him happy. So when we came to this list, and I, the Colin submitted the original list, and there was no diamonds up forever, no birds actually. No, 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 no. If we're putting Rayol, one scene Rayol, <laughs> as I call him, then we're putting Bert Saxby, who was in more of the film than Rayol was. Uh, yeah, look, he's my second last. He's not great in a film with amazing characters. I don't care what Colin says. The cast of this film is one of the all-time greatest of Bond. Uh, he's not great. Yes, he had an iconic line, and that gives him a tiny plus above Milton Crest. Uh, but uh, I, I do like his death as well, how he just gets like, shot by a random CIA guy like on a hill, and he like rolls down the hill. It's great, I think. Uh, but I feel like we needed to include him. If the list is about people who are working with the villain but is not a henchman, he fits that role more than some of the other characters we're having on this list. So even though he's very limited, Bert Saxby is that secondary villain, at least with my criteria. I think of it as the kind of businessman or crime bosses who are working alongside the villain. And Bert Saxby fits that role. Uh, Kind of like Milton so Crest, but right. wait a minute, he's last. Oh, okay. Yeah, what I, also, I also want to flash back about 10 minutes ago where Noah's like, Colin, you're doing this as a protest. Flash forward 10 minutes. You know what? In all fairness, I pushed for him to be on this list in protests. It was a protest, uh, but I still will defend him being on the list. I think he deserves it more than Raul, I think. The idea that Raul was an ally and some of the other characters... Uh, Campbell from Otto Matters' Secret Service is more of an ally than real. So 
I'm happy Bill Zaxby made it. There wasn't too much of a fuss. Uh, and I couldn't put him last because uh, I love that film and I love the line and I love his death. And I love him t- showing up at the gas station and like, oh, that's Bert Zaxby. It's like as if Cottery would even know who it is. And- oh, again, everybody else's lines about the character is what makes it. <laughs> um, well, name, of- a, name a Bert Saxby line. Name one Bert Saxby line. I well, know. some there was of the funniest there. lines on this show were about you, and if you weren't here, then you wouldn't have those lines. So. I give that to Noah. One point oh, to Noah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you have a beer. That was definitely a drop mic moment. First <laughs> actually off the list, but he made the list. Uh, the fact that you've got Milton Crest below him is an absolute joke. But uh, anyway. Bert Saxby's going to be our average bottom, so that's okay. Now, Ben, uh, uh, if Bert Saxby dies like Milton Crest, where would he have ranked on your Probably makes Bert Saxby a lot more memorable, so he probably would have been higher than about two or three more people. Yeah. Is so, this our lowest uh, Diamonds Are Forever, then? He's going to be last yes. on the overall. Um, probably. I, I do have the list, but I can't be bothered reading right now because I've got too many things going on in my brain, more than one. I do like um, Professor Dr. Metz is better than Bert I think that you're correct in that. <laughs> Stupid man. Um, <laughs> uh, my turn? Yes. No one went. So we're up to yeah, number 12. 12. Okay. Um, I've said a few times that, um, you know, they're not that good for me if I've got somebody from Octopussy above them. Well, let's get him off the board. General Olov. Um, I went back and kind of watched the best of clips of him and I, like, I actually did remember him. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I remember him in the movie and did all that. But... Again, I think it just comes from a part of me where I think the next three for me are all kind of about the same. But if I have to think about things, um, the other two that will go above him to me are a little bit more memorable and maybe just because I remember the movies a little bit more. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's interesting. He gets shot at the border. He wants to be evil with a nuclear bomb. Um, But, I mean... I've gotten rid of two of the generals already, so apparently I'm... Yeah, I'm getting my head shaking it. Oh, yeah, Milton Crest, 13 and 14. <laughs> oh, but you can't have General Orlov at 12 because he's so memorable. Tell me all the memorable General Orlov things versus Milton Crest, Colin. This this guy, his performance is incredible in this movie. I mean, if you put another actor, if you put the guy who played Burt Saxby playing Orlov, <laughs> maybe you have an argument for him to be, I don't know, still barely in the top 10. But Stephen Burkoff, like he is so into this character, and I and I loved Kamal Khan. But Orlov, as far as like big, bad, over the top villains, I think what we're we're lacking with a lot of the secondary villains is they don't get to go so over the top the way that you know a Blofeld or a Scaramanga does. Orlov is that guy who gets to go over the top. And if we're actually looking at who is the main villain from the plot point of view. This plot is about Orlov and Kamal Khan is his secondary villain. It's really only because Kamal Khan gets the final climax of this movie and Kamal Khan has more screen time that he becomes the main villain. This is the epitome of what a secondary villain should be. He is in command of his own story and everybody else, at least from his point of view, this is his story and he's the villain. Isn't Orlov a character in Frozen? Well, that's Olaf. <laughs> I've never seen Frozen. I've never seen Frozen. I just I, heard I've, that name before. 
You know what? It's only 8.51 a.m. and I've seen it at least once today. <laughs> it's not my choice. Children. <laughs> Actually, I think some of the children in my closet are watching it right now too. So. No. <laughs> no, no. Oh, oh you now this? Ben goes too far. <laughs> Can you play the clip of Colin saying, no, 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 no. 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 <laughs> I'm not writing that I down. <laughs> I don't know if you played it and you're continuing on with the nose. Or it's <laughs> I didn't write it down. I'm drinking water, so no. No. You know, you know what? You know what I say to playing that clip? Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. Oh, the clip in, Ben. Thank you. You're cooperating. Why did you just repeat what I played, Colin? Jesus. <laughs> because he's old. <laughs> we did the allies, Colin. <laughs> did we or did we? No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, this is funny because I had, uh, he's one of the movies for me. Uh, I had all of at 12. And I also went back and watched the, the best of General Olaf. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't a very long clip, and, was it? No, it wasn't long, but it, it reminded me, oh, yeah, actually there's more to him than I gave credit for. So he was also 12 for me, and he's one of those ones that moved up. He's he's not going to be my number one, but there is defences for all of over some of these characters. Uh, so, yeah, originally I had him low, so I'm just like, uh, I know he's quite prominent, but he's not that good. But then I rewatched him. There is stuff there, so... Uh, yeah, Olaf's not coming up super close to me. Let it go, Noah. <laughs> Let it go. Can't be back yeah, yeah, anymore. Yeah. Let yes, Colin, it go. I think, Colin, Let I think it go. The, the, the most people got it was a Frozen <laughs> reference. We're no, in I, with that, pop culture. That's, that's It's just that song has literally been in my head for the last six weeks because it's I all I been hear. in most people's heads for the last, like, ten years. So, you know. Thanks, Disney. Turn away and slam the door. <laughs> I will say they're hot. Colin, the two sisters are hot. Kids in the background, they're coming. I've actually, I've actually seen some videos from Frozen, but probably on OnlyFans. But we'll, you well, know, the best of Frozen. <laughs> the sisters get to know each other very well. Okay, number twelve. Now comes my defense of Ben's bottom of his list. Uh, so General Medrano. <laughs> oh, two spots Calm down. Again, because you had Bert Saxby higher than General Medrano. There, there's a, there's another episode title. There's so many to do with me. I like this. <laughs> okay, so General Medrano, he is the type of villain that you want as the main villain. And I think it's all the more disappointing that we got Dominic Green. Because I can imagine Quantum of Solace working a lot better on many levels if Madrona was the villain. He's a dictator. You know, you have uh, Dominic Green as a secondary villain in this. And this entire movie can transpire exactly as it does. I, part of the problem is that he comes in as somebody who's only really connected to Camille. And I, I have no problem with Camille having a connection to him if he was the main villain. But him being a secondary villain to green when a he shouldn't be because he's the more commanding presence and b he seems to only exist in the finale of this movie so that camille is given something on equal level with bond when we've said many times nobody should be equal to or topping bond in a bond movie it's as ridiculous as 
somebody being equal to and topping Rambo in a Rambo movie or somebody being equal to or topping Elsa in a Frozen movie. Come on, people. Oh, uh, I, I would but, be on top. But I, I like the idea of Madrano as a main villain enough that I'm willing to accept him as a secondary villain. The disappointment is just that the way that he's worked in, you're just like, oh, I don't want more of this Camille story. And if you want more Camille story, it needed to be toned down a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to save some time. Uh, number 12 for me is General Medrano. Uh, I, I hate Quantum of Solace. And I, I didn't even know if I agree with that idea. But yeah, maybe I like him better than Green. But I don't know if I want General Medrano as my lead villain either. Um, he is uh, at least the one thing you're going to give him over the first actually is that he has things to do with the plot and i always think of general madrano as very prominent but then i read on like one of the bond wiki something or others that he only has 10 minutes of screen time and i always think of him being quite prominent in quantum Solus, and that has to go to his credit the fact that i think that he's there much more than he really is uh but he is, if we're going to give him something, he is that role of the secondary villain. Like, he's almost completely different to Green, and they've got a connection going on there. But he's he could be in his own movie. Uh, but, yeah, and then, like, the, the rape scene is just, did we need that? Like, at, at this point, we, we're wishing... Did Colin just nod? <laughs> I was nodding in agreement to did when Noah said, "Did we really need oh, that?" I thought you were like, "Yes, we really did need the rape scene." <laughs> Meant the other way. Yes, I more agree, rape. Noah. We, we really agree. need more rape scenes. <laughs> no wonder last week when we were testing, or the other week we were testing your laugh track. Jesus, it's making sense now. Yeah, I, I say no, we didn't. Uh, but I don't think it's the bottom. But. Uh, he belongs on this list, but I can't put him too high up, really. But there's more defense for him than my beloved birth. I just want to say, this is uh, what we go through with Noah on almost all these rankings. He will fight to include people who end up in his bottom three <laughs> every time. Yeah, but we're be- not ranking uh, who do we like and who do we want to rank. <laughs> how, how many how many beers have you had so far? We should be telling Noah's beer count here. Um, <laughs> Just, just double checking. Uh, all right, so we're into my eleven then. Um, yeah, going on what I was saying about sort of three in a row who are kind of just there for me. Um, and this guy also falls into a movie that I don't necessarily remember overly well. I remember this guy more than General Orlov. Um, he has chemicals. Um, he works with Blofeld. Um, oh. He nearly gets eaten by piranhas, but then he doesn't, and he ends up getting shot instead of Bond. Um, and so polite are we in Japan that he don't doesn't even have a real name. It's just Mr. Asato. So, uh, yeah, Mr. Asato from You Only Live Twice, number 11. Which I is still, I mean, save... let's be honest. Like, can I just say one thing? 11th, even though he's, like, fourth bottom, he's nearly in the top ten. So, you know. <laughs> I'm going to save us some time. He's my number 11, too. Hey! Uh, I, I, and here's the thing. I actually like Osato as a character. And I think he fits Clearly. secondary. 
Well, <laughs> similar to what we were saying with Medrano, he fits being a secondary villain better than some of the people I rank higher. Uh, part of the problem for me is that everything, and this is a direction thing. What I think so many things would work about You Only Live Twice if you had given that to Terrence Young or Guy Hamilton. And Lewis Gilbert did The Spy Who Loved Me, Moonraker, later on. So, I mean, he, he definitely upped his game as a director. But so much of this movie is just so flat because he put all of his attention into the last 20 minutes of this movie, which is also where Blofeld comes in, that I don't think that anything shines prior to the last 20 minutes he only lived twice, aside from uh, maybe Tiger Tanaka and Aki. Uh, it's the same problem with, uh, what was the, um, we, we had our henchman, Helga? It was Helga, right? I don't know. Did we yeah. do the henchman, Colin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So both Helga and uh, Osato in this movie, they're just placeholders because they wanted that impact of Blofeld being the big reveal at the end. And as a result of that, they both come across incredibly boring because there was no, they have all the screen time to fill the void of not having a villain, but there was no attention put into making them interesting because they wanted you to really pop for Blofeld at the end. So the character just falls flat, even though I think that it could have worked a lot better. Yeah. Uh, I feel like these episodes, I'm becoming the new Ben because last the last time i don't know if you remember colin but we did the secondary bond <laughs> was that a jab <laughs> no i thought that was a compliment <laughs> uh, and i remember vaguely parts of that episode and andrea anders uh was one i was really defending against you guys and also a little bit tilly although she was higher for you guys than andrea uh Osano is not coming up soon for me uh this is another hard disagree that i've got going on to me asato if we're looking at what is a secondary villain he's the one that ticks all the boxes more than anyone and i'm not huge on your only live twice but i'm i'm quite a helga fan uh so i guess i like the cast of that film maybe better than you guys do except for kiss she sucks <laughs> um, but yeah, Asato, he ticks all the boxes for a secondary villain for me, so he's not coming up yet. Well, well uh, you're it's your up. turn anyway, Noah. So if he's not coming up, who is coming up for you at number 11? Well, I bet you wish you never asked that question. Uh, at number 11, it's the butch man himself, Joe Butcher. God. <laughs> Not bless just, your heart. Opposite of it. Unbless your heart. Uh, firstly, if it wasn't Wayne Newton, the character probably would have been better. Um, oh, that oh. I disagree with. Can we can we use that argument again once again for Verity? <laughs> yes. No, we can't. No, Ben. <laughs> Too far. Come on. If, if that was like, uh, I don't know, uh, Meryl Streep, then yes, Verity would be wow. a better character. Oh, so even Meryl uh, Streep is Joe Butcher. That woman can do uh, anything. Oh, no, that would actually be fine food. Wow. Jeez. She'd win an Oscar for that. Yeah, Fran Drescher is Joe food. Butcher? No, oh, come on now. Fran Drescher is Verity. <laughs> yeah, Drescher. there we go. <laughs> I see that. Come on, da, da. No, here's a good one. Uh, Fran Drescher is Mini Driver. That would have been quite good. Ooh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Stand uh, by your man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, How did we interview her on this show? Seriously. <laughs> we, <laughs> I don't know, Colin, did we? We I don't did. That. We did. <laughs> Friend Joshua is M. That would have been good. Um, <laughs> You're a sexist, misogynist dinosaur. Christ, I'm into Cold War. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Wayne Newton, he's a bit too cute for uh, a secondary villain, I think. Um, and yet, the thing is, Ben, I will defend License to Kill for the villains of Clearly. Dario and I think I had Dario higher than you two, and I'm quite okay with that. Why did, why did you rank Dario with Bono? Like, what did you two have to... Bad joke. Move on. <laughs> uh, I think... I'm just laughing well, at my own joke. Just ignore me. Clearly, wasn't that bad. Uh, can we also hear Colin laughing at it? Colin's muted himself. He's laughing so much. <laughs> No one's drinking a beer because he's so bad. That that's just as bad as you know my name, Colin. Uh, <laughs> sorry, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just I I'm pretty okay with Sanchez. I think I Daria higher than anyone. Uh, but the secondary villains, I almost wouldn't have included Joe Butcher. He's almost. There are some other characters who are sort of in the film, but probably we could have included in other films too. Uh, but the one thing I'm going to give him is the, the evangelical. Yep. <laughs> 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 Just do one episode sober. That's all we're asking. Have another drink, Noah. Evangelical. <laughs> <laughs> No, whenever you say hit a point, I don't hit it. That's hilarious. Take it the best off. The one thing I'm going to give him is the televangelist uh, stuff. I think that's really interesting with a character. Uh, and that was obviously big at the time. And I like that as a sort of subplot. I think that's kind of cool. But the actual character versus the concept of the character is... I like the concept more than I like the character and it's really quite unmemorable and yeah, Wayne Newton too cute for a secondary villain, I think. Uh, so yeah, it's questionable whether or not old Joe Butch should even be on this list and I would say probably not. Uh, but I do like the idea of the character. Yeah, I'm not talking about him for a while. So... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Aren't you wishing uh, you put him at the bottom now, Noah? <laughs> so, right. Yeah, don't remind us. And speaking of reminding us, well, actually, on that segue, let's go over our bottom four before we get into our number 10. So uh, I'm the smart one here. So at 14, we had General Rapo. At uh, 13, Bert Saxby. 12, General Orlov. And 11, Mr. Asato. I had uh, number 14, nothing memorable about Burt Saxby. Number 13, too cute to be Joe Butcher. Number 12, General Rapro Madrano. And number 11, Osato is in the movie. <laughs> Are you sure, Colin? Do you know that for sure? Uh, number 14, Milton Crest give good head. Uh, number 13... <laughs> Clearly, wow. Bert Saxby is memorable because we remember him uh, all these years later. So clearly, he is memorable. 
Uh, number 12, better than Dominic Green and General Metrano. And uh, number 11, <laughs> Joe Butch. <laughs> No one's having a stroke this week. Um, the number 10 in my trilogy of they're there and thereabouts and they're kind of memorable to me, but I've got so many more better people than these people. Um, probably call me racist because he's the only other Asian on this list. Uh, <laughs> Tell me you're not doing uh, this. Hi, fat. Is number ten. I like, like, I like high fat. Like, I like kind of his connection to everything, and like his death memorable, and he's a memorable person. But I've got nine other people to me that are more memorable, and I like better, and I've got big, bigger defenses for them. So, um, by fat, that's all I can say. <laughs> uh, I, I, okay. It depends on how much you refreshed yourself before doing this, oh. because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spending really, how much of this porn I've got ready to go you for got, you. You got to be in the right mood with the right lighting. Uh, but I didn't know if I had an OnlyFans. I had high fat, I think, number 11 on my first draft of this list. And then the more I reviewed high fat, I'm like, oh, he's he's one of the ones kind of like, you know, Noah was saying. He's, he moved up on my list quite a bit. Uh, so I'll save some of my comments from later. But I, I, I will say, I think one thing... Yes, later. Okay. <laughs> How much uh, later? I, I think that high fat shouldn't work because he he doesn't have that General Madrano or uh, Osato prominence in the movie. Or Bert but, Saxby. Or, or Bert Saxby, yeah. Nobody says Chris? his name the same way. But... Uh, there's a, there's a lot of things that I actually really like about High Fat that I don't know if I ever gave him credit for until I had to really start analyzing the character. Yeah, Ben, aren't you on keto? Isn't that a High Fat diet? <laughs> Touche. Yeah, so well done. Nicely done. <laughs> well done. That's two points to know. He's on the board tonight. He's winning this podcast. Uh yeah, you should love high fat. Uh, I'm trying for low fat, but I still like high fat, so he's not coming for me anytime soon. You he's still made the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm in Asia right now, and I'm going to defend the Asians because I don't want anyone to knock on my door and be angry. I'll be completely honest with you. I nearly had both of them at 14th and 13th. But I thought, well, I better not because that's oh, going to be... Off, <laughs> oh, Yes, Mr. Milton Crest at 14. I'll come off it. Well, I've got Milton Crest at 10, so... <laughs> <laughs> you brought that on yourself, General Watermark. <sighs> I'm surrounded so I did by idiots. Say, I did say I would have a defense of Milton Crest, and it, it is kind of along the lines of what Noah was saying, like he just looks scummy. I think that that really works for him. And also the fact that he's a secondary villain who in his own mind is the main villain, which I think a lot of these characters don't have. A lot of these characters know that they're working for the villain. But Milton Crest thinks that he's in charge and everybody in the audience can tell from the first second they look at him, it's like, oh yeah, this guy is not in charge. I could have the same argument for Truman Lodge. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I regret putting Joe Butcher or Milton Crest on here or not Truman Lodge, because I feel like Truman Lodge is a little bit too weaselly to really ever stand as his own villain and not just a, a henchman of the villain. Uh, but Milton Crest's sliminess is what works for the character 
and bumps him up a little bit from Joe Butcher. And that death scene is epic. The One of the reasons the death scene works so well is because he is such a scummy character. And you can tell from the second that you look at him the first time he opens his mouth, yeah, I really want to see this guy die a brutal death. So I think that that has to work for a villain as well. Yeah, I mean, the death is great. Uh, but, yeah, he just looks too bad 80s for me. And I hate anyone who was born in the 80s. So, uh... <laughs> Lucky Colin uh, was born in the 70s, so it's fine. Yeah, no, Colin was really because he was born in the 50s. Uh, but then, uh... Actually, no, Colin was born in the 80s, the 1880s. Eighteen. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> awkward silence <laughs> yeah i mean yeah no Dips, yeah 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 no yeah no no yeah no no uh i just want to double check quickly Noah, what do you actually really think of uh milton crest being ranked that low oh, it's pretty gay yeah, it is pretty gay um <laughs> just just yeah. Um, What's more offensive, sorry, Noah but... saying that or Ben deciding to replay it as a sound clip yeah. to make his make his no, own I'm, points? I'm, I'm sorry, but Milton Crest is the straightest person I know. He is toxically straight. Yeah, not like Truman um, Lodge. Can I just rehear what no, Noah just Joe said Butcher. then? Sorry, no, Noah, what did you just say then? Ben is the straightest person I know. Ben is the straightest person I know as well, so... Uh... <laughs> I love the skill of editing. Uh, it's so good. Ben is at least in the top ten gayest people I know. <laughs> and that's not a Bingo, bad thing. Ben, it's the top ten. You should be happy. You know, I would be. I would be proud to be gay. All right. I would not. I'm not saying it again. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just. I often wish I'm... I was gay sometimes. All right. <laughs> then you two wouldn't be able to make fun of me, and I could play the gay card, and I could sue you two. Yeah, well, you would now have a chance with Milton Crest because he's staunchly straight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know what to say to that. Uh, no, number, <laughs> number 10. Oh, number 10 already? No, we're uh, at number three, old man. Uh, okay, my number 10. This is another one that I've moved all over and I'm not sure if this is right. Uh, because on my recent rewatch, I've come to quite appreciate this character. Uh, so this is someone I've had at seven, and then I have them at, at uh, 11, and then I put them to 10. Uh, yeah, it doesn't feel, doesn't feel quite right, but I'm putting uh, Carl Morton, uh, uh, which is kind of a bit like, uh, uh, a bit like the granddaddy of, hmm. of the main villain almost rather than a secondary villain. It's almost a granddaddy villain. Uh, I, on my recent rewatch, I really came to appreciate his character as just this kind of kooky uh, Nazi sort of character, old Nazi. Uh, and you've got to give at least some props on this list that for a view to kill it wasn't Bond fighting the main villain at the end. It was, and also not the henchman. For the first time, we had the secondary villain as kind of the final battle, which we've had the henchman. We've had Winton Kidd and Nick Knack and whatnot. But this was the first time we ever had 
the main villain out of the way, and then we're going to face off against the secondary villain. Uh, it's more age appropriate for more. Yeah, very age appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I'm starting to think that Carl Morton might be Colin's number one. Uh, based, on, <laughs> based on his Colin's King Cake blood. <laughs> uh, so I really come to appreciate this character and he's quite unique in terms of the secondary villains of kind of being there the whole time and kind of whispering in the ear of the main villain uh, the only thing I wish I, I say just go full all out crazy Nazi just go it's already silly that you've got an old Nazi coup. so just go full ham-fisted, completely Roger Moore film, crazy Nazi, I think. If you just went all out with this character, he maybe makes the top five, but because he's just kind of there and he doesn't just go all out crazy and shine as I'm the Nazi doctor, that that's pulling him back. So I think he is underrated and I appreciated him more when I last watched it more roger more uh but it's almost like you're just yelling at the screen just go a little bit more with with the character just go a little bit crazier and then he would have been that level higher uh so yeah he's one of the maybe three or four that i've moved around a lot and i'm maybe will regret this but i i really do actually like carl mortner but there's just that little bit that's missing for his character well, I'll save time because at number nine, Dr. Carl Mortner. Um, I mean, he's literally the father, essentially. He, well, he literally created the main villain in this movie. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. Um, he created Mecca Christopher Walken. So that's, <laughs> Mecca Walken. And obviously I'm a big um, Max Zorin fan. So, uh, And I'm a big of you to a kill defender. So, yeah, it's. I agree with everything you said. Uh, I think, again, similar to what I said with some of the people, I think eight people are just better than him. Um, and, you know, like I, I like the fact that you kind of get him in that last fight at the end in the blimp. Or was it the cable car scene, Noah? I can't remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you think there's a cable car scene in this film? Because there really is not. Well, Colin agreed with me, so... Um, <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's kind of, it's a unique little thing. But, um, yeah, I think just on, on top of, you know, just how I've ranked these people and what I'm going to say about the people above him, I can't put him any higher than that. So, um, yeah. Who, who is better, uh, Dr. Carl Mortner or the quiche? The quiche. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Did you uh, and I go to Banjo's and share a plate of Dr. Carl Mortner's or quiche? <laughs> We didn't share any Carl Mortner, but we have shared a quiche, and that's saying something. Exactly. But, but if Carl Mortner was there, I probably would have shared a movie. Yeah, that's probably. top top ten gayest things that you guys have done so far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Three, top ten. <laughs> yeah, top ten. It's in the top ten. That's something, yeah. right? Doesn't bother me. Uh, this is gonna be pretty close to a match because I had him at number nine too. Uh, I, I completely agree with Noah saying oh, wow. when we. When we did this, I, I know we were throwing around names and uh, you had said, oh, we should include the Nazi scientists. But then later on, when you, you put Carl Mortner in there, I asked the question, who's Carl? Because <laughs> nobody knows the name Carl Mortner. And I think that he's a character that demanded to be used a little bit more prominently. He is the creator. I mean, this is another, there's lots of ways you could rank a secondary villain. A secondary villain can just be an associate of the villain 
who doesn't technically work for them. You know, they can be somebody who is equal to the villain. Uh, they can, in some cases like this, be somebody who's actually above the villain. Max Zorin, 10, 15 years earlier than this, is the the henchman to Dr. Mortner. Uh, but outside of the final scene, they never quite go over the top with him enough. And, and this is a movie where you've got Mayday and Christopher Walken. I feel like in order to stand out, you need to be at that level. And I think this actor, he had that in him because in that final fight scene, he feels like a big over-the-top character. But he wasn't really any of that up until then. The background of this character is way more interesting than what we got on screen. Yes. And with that, Noah, you get Noah. to go straight again because you're in the number nine. Oh, we, we all just shared a little piece of Carl Mortner right there. Oh. <laughs> That's that might the dream. Be the most wholesome thing that's ever happened on this podcast. That's the dream, everyone. Sharing a piece of Carl Mortner. Oh. There's our episode title. <laughs> Sharing a piece with Double R Seven. Now, now we all all we need is for Colin to finally get on board with the quiche, and the gosh, we'll be going. We'll be going think- places. I can't remember. I think it might have been about a year ago or something. Uh, I, I think I messaged you guys because Jamie actually made a quiche. I'm like, hey, I get this now. This is delicious. <laughs> Colin, that, that's oh, something that didn't happen. <laughs> You're making that up. <laughs> we no, did the allies, not quiche. <laughs> you seem to message that at the same time that the allies episode was ended. So I, I don't remember. Oh, that that's message. what it was. I thought we were. I thought we were eating the allies and ranking the quiche. That's you right. know what? Now that we're talking about quiches again, I'm high fat keto, oh. and I haven't made a keto quiche in a while. I think I might have to make a quiche in the next. Wait a second! Of days. Oh, you can make a high fat quiche. quiche. Yeah. High fat. No, a Carl Martiner and a high fat quiche. You could have a whole line of quiches. <laughs> yeah. The secondary villain quiches. Stop making quiche happen. Mean Girls quote. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna have yes. a Saxby sausage roll. <laughs> I'm gonna have a <laughs> brush my teeth with some Milton Crest. <laughs> I'm gonna have an all arm omelet. I'm gonna have a Miranda Ooh, Frost shake. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> have a C. <laughs> Joe Butcher. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, quiche is good, and oh, I think Kiko and high fat and low fat and everything. So I'm not going to show porn. I'm just going to show videos of quiche next time. <laughs> oh yeah, please. Uh, what? What number? Ten? Nine? 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 Nine, number nine, number nine. Uh, okay. This is another one that moved from. This person has literally been in my top five and has been at my number twelve and is now at my number nine. Uh, and I'm still not sure if it's right. Um, it's Orlov, who's already been surprisingly put up. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, but I actually had Orlov at my number twelve because I think like, oh yeah, Orlov is. Nothing. Didn't even make our main villains, even though it probably should have been in our main villains. Uh, but then me and Ben simultaneously also watched the same, <laughs> the best of all our video on YouTube. Which, thank you to that person who uploaded that, because I type in the best <laughs> of all of these characters, and all of is one of the only ones that has the best of. Uh, I actually ended up. For Bert Saxby's best of, I ended up almost watching all of Diamonds Are Forever uh, <laughs> at work because I turned it on and 
Uh, for any Bond fan listening, somebody has actually uploaded every single Bond film on YouTube in like 10 parts. So you well, can watch all of them on YouTube. It's gone uh, now, Noah. Thanks. Yeah, probably gone now, but it was great because I... I was watching Bert Saxby clips and I ended up watching almost all of Diamonds Are Forever at work. And that film aren't is so you, good. Aren't you a teacher? <laughs> yeah, but I'll so you can like have Bert Saxby on one screen and then the students on the other. You're literally okay. there going like, aha, Tiffany case. I guess uh, one plus one equals two, Jimmy. Cool. Ah! <laughs> Bert Saxby telling me he's fine. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, online classes, you can have Diamonds Are Forever in one ear and little little Bert Saxby in the other um, but yeah after I watched the clip I'm like no actually all of that brings a lot to the table for this film and I'm not an octopusy fan I think if we ever redo the rankings like Ben says I think octopus goes so far down for me I, I don't know why I put it as high as I did um, and even I recently rewatched octopus and I don't remember all of that much but then I think that scene that he has uh, in like the boardroom sort of thing with Gogol, who's also a character that we may or may not could have included here. He is what I wanted Carl Mortimer to be. He is that over the top, silly, kind of just bad guy. Uh, and there aren't many on this list that are just like, oh yeah, he's the bad guy. And, I think for a film like Octopussy and Kamal Khan is quite kind of down to earth. Uh, so you needed that kind of over the top guy. And although really that scene, he does a great job, I think. Uh, and then the the scene with the train, I think him and Roger Moore play for each other really well. Uh, so here's one that I had much lower and I moved up and I almost could have higher. It's another one that I'm a bit unsure of. Uh, Really, he could have made our main villain list. Uh, but I think props need to be given to Orlov, even though he's my number nine and I don't remember him too much. When you actually watch his scenes, as Colin says, when you refresh yourself, uh, uh, you actually see that Orlov does contribute to that film more than most people really do. So props to Orlov. I'm sure that if we went and read it all of these one day, yay, and I had actually watched and remembered Octopussy that I maybe may change my mind, but even then, probably not because as I've ben, always, refresh yourself, all <laughs> as I've always said and famously so because I'm so quotable is that Octopussy is the Romania of James Bond. Again, you know it's there. There's nothing wrong with it, but you don't really remember it and rank it in like your top countries in the world. It, so it's, it's kind the of like survivor of Panama. Oh, it, literally, yeah. It, it is. It is the um, I don't know the the Jared Lubick of the old <laughs> yeah. like he's, <laughs> he's there, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with him, but he's not going to be your most memorable. Like clearly, can it's we, me. Can we pick a more relatable uh, thing for the James Bond fans listening here? So far, we said Romania, Survivor, Panama, and Jared Lubick. <laughs> What's a more relatable like, thing on, that we can I feel like right the second time I've insulted Jared recently. I really don't mean to. <laughs> Who were some of those old old Oslets that we had? Like Shana. Who was Shana? Cable. I don't even. Well, Cable's memorable because he's a dickhead. But like Shana was. <laughs> Shana was just there. Like Shana was good. Shana was nothing wrong with Shana. But like you've got like you've got your great tier. You've got like your Noah, your Colin, your Cable, your Rockies. Oh, oh thank you. You know your Lindas, your Bens. 
then you got your shit tears, the other Ben, Heather, <laughs> um, like those sort of people. And then you got your middles, like your Shaners and your, your Jared Luby. <laughs> Stop banging out Jared Luby. <laughs> Jared, like, kept Again. the website afloat for who knows he how did. long. Sorry, Jared. <laughs> If he listened, Again, I'd be concerned. I'm saying, but... I'm saying can, can we pick a more relatable thing? And then yeah, nobody listens to this show. Octopussy is the octopussy of James Bond. It's just there. Octopussy is the middle kid of the nanny family. Not, yeah, there I, it is. I've, I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. Uh, so we're thinking of kind of middle. We've got uh, like the good people or the bad. Octopussy is the Noah Groves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle. It's not, I didn't you, know you Octopussy was racist. Octopussy is racist and can't get a date? Yeah. <laughs> No I'm idea. just saying it, it's there and it's in the middle. It's not the greatest. It's not the worst of the hosts, but it's in the middle. It's the no just, 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 just let it go with all of ah, frozen joke. Ah. I'm, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say who's the uh, on the Majesty's Secret Service and who's the die another day. But you can fill that in for yourself. <laughs> Well, none well, we of us now. None of us now have been on every single episode. Now that Colin lost that distinction a few weeks ago. <laughs> oh, so. not fair. He, he was on the Moonraker. There you go. True. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, who's up? Uh, you were talking about. Oh, <laughs> hang on. No, I'm at to number eight now. Okay. I, I, yeah, you were reacting. Well, to don't react to all. <laughs> oh, you know, I was just gonna say I'm. I'm, I'm gonna have more to say about Orlov later, but I. I'm oh, glad that. Ben, or not Ben, I'm glad that Noah came around on him a little bit, and I'd like to make a case later on to maybe move him up in Noah's ranking, so. A Tiffany case? No. <laughs> what what does Colin think about Tiffany case? Tiffany case is probably one of the strongest Bond girls. Yeah. Yep. Pretty <laughs> accurate. Yep. Yeah, um, I like all right. Too. All right. Now, we talked before about... Uh, the the smarminess or the looks, you know, the whatever of these people and the Milton next person, Chris. Milton Chris. the next person <laughs> has definitely got a look about him that you remember his face. Um, Colin Hilding, Colin Hilding. <laughs> he's schmarmy. He's sort Colin of you know, <laughs> bit odd looking. He's got a sinister sounding name. <laughs> he's got a memorable death. Um, and he also no beats good. a Canadian, which is pretty good. I like it when people beat Canadians, apparently. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to put up Mr. Kronstein at number eight. I like, <laughs> I like Kronstein. He's great. He's from a great film. He's memorable. I thought he had a song named after him, but he didn't. Um, <laughs> he is evil and he dies a memorable death because you don't think he's going to die. You think it's going to be Claire, but he dies. Um, and, again, he plays chess against Canadians. But um, <laughs> Noah's giving me the finger and walking off. Cool. Uh, um, but, again, I'll put the argument up. To me, there's seven more better memorable secondary villains to me that I will defend a lot more than Kronstein. So, sorry, Kronstein, but you are my number eight. <laughs> Noah's actually gone. Uh uh, he's he's just going to relieve himself. That's yeah. All last people. time we did that, we don't <laughs> fucking pee sounds like a jackhammer. He's probably laughing now, pissing on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> what a 
point I'm staring at his apartment. He has like a computer chair, a couch, and is that like a dustbuster behind? I'm jealous. I That's miss my dustbuster. His vacuum is just a dustbuster. Oh, I got a dustbuster from Walmart. It's in my apartment in Canada. I don't have it anymore. I'm does, sad. Wait, does he not have curtains or blinds? Do people see him when he's changing? Well, I'd be more concerned about doing other things, but I'm changing, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, we know it's not getting a date, but I mean, you know, one-handed date. Oh, hello, Noah. Welcome back. Yes, they do. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm sorry to say this, Noah. I'm not going to have Kronstein that far off from me, but I did originally. Ooh. He's one of these revisions on the list that uh, I, I couldn't justify having higher. Uh, the look that you mentioned, Ben, is again like Milton Crest, something that does bump him up a few notches. But uh, my main my main reasoning for my rank for him, I'll save very shortly. But I will just say that from Russia with Love almost suffers from the same problem as Diamonds Are Forever and Live and Let Die, where there are so many villains and you don't really have one that stands out as clear villain. We ranked Rosa Kleb as the main villain. Uh, but you know her screen time is more on level with the secondary villain. We ranked Red Grant as a henchman, but his screen time is more online with a main villain. You know, Kronstein, Krilenko. <laughs> There's so many people in this movie, and I don't feel like Kronstein gets nearly enough to have him stand out as much as I want him to be higher. Uh, I thought Kronstein was going to be Collins' number one. Uh <laughs> okay, fair enough, Colin. But Ben, you've not even put Joe Butcher up. Yeah, and, and your point is, my point is, Constant is a, such an amazing character. So is Joe Butcher, and we'll get to him soon. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, very uh, soon. I'm really hoping. Yeah, Colin, I was willing to be turned around on all of oh. you. Said you wanted me to move him up. <laughs> Oh, this is getting no, no, that is <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to more. Let me get the lube. Play the sound clip. That's oh, pretty gay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Was... Uh, oh, he's a handsome man. Or look, nothing wrong with him. Uh, I think about Colin. Both of us. In his in his youth, he was handsome. Yeah. Um, I, I'm Sean Connery. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't go that I'm a Judy Dench. I'm a Judy Dench. <laughs> well, On a scale of Judy Dench to Sean Connery, you're probably about a, I don't know, Ray Fiennes. George Lazenby. <laughs> now, not back in the 60s. <laughs> Carl Mortner. <laughs> On the scale of Sean Connery to Judy Dench, you're a George Lazenby now. <laughs> And he's almost dead. Oh, uh, Jesus. Do we record the tribute <laughs> episode now while we're here? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was willing to be turned around on all love, but if you're ranking Kronstein like... I oh, protest! Protest! Yeah, it, it is a protest. Like, uh, I'll have a lot of good things to say about Kronstein soon and a lot of bad things to say about Joe Butcher, uh, hopefully soon. Uh, I'm changing it now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he's not coming up anytime soon for me. Kronstein is such an amazing character in such an amazing cast and film. Uh, 
And again, we can't use screen time as an argument here because Olaf has the most and he's already off to a battle. So, yeah, uh, I didn't think me having Kronstein high was going to be a hot take, uh, but clearly it's a hot take. And I love hot and I love takes, so I'm ready. <laughs> I like hot quiche. Oh, oh, yeah. I like cold quiche. Me too. <laughs> I like lukewarm quiche. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, okay, so... F- oh, Colin. Sorry, yes. For an, my number eight, I'm actually really surprised I'm the first one to put this person up because I swear when we covered this movie, it was oh. nothing but criticism for this character, and I felt like I was the one who defended them a little bit more on the episode. Uh, but... Maybe in all fairness, I think if you look at this character, they do check all those boxes of being a secondary villain and also bring something new. Um, I've got C in my next spot at number eight from Spectre. What? What? Yes. what? <laughs> but I, and I, I remember I, maybe it was the letdown of there was so much emphasis put on him, partly because I, if you follow, you know, uh, British TV at all. I mean, Andrew Scott was a huge deal and a huge land for them to get in that movie. That you felt like it was going to be such a big character. And I think you could smell it a mile away that he was going to turn out to be some villain. Cause why else do you bring a character in name C uh, who just happens to be there. But I, I think that his character, it's weird because I feel very much it's proper that he's in the middle of my list. The character could work, but I don't feel like it did work because if you were to take C out of this movie, you know, much like some other characters we mentioned, it doesn't change anything. Like it's possible to remove him from this movie and it doesn't affect the quality at all. But the idea of having the C character in there would be something interesting if it was pulled off better. And I wish that Andrew Scott had had a chance to play a main villain, but really when you have Blofeld, in a movie, even if you don't reveal them as Blofeld right away. And they're in it from the beginning. It's not like uh, a thing like You Only Live Twice where you're waiting for Blofeld to be in the final 20 minutes so you need a Helga Brandt, you need an Osato. With this, we didn't need C in there because Blofeld is in from beginning to end. It's probably one of the most prominent villains we've ever had. So it's just surprising because I thought that I was the defender of C, but maybe he's the next one on both your lists. Who knows? Well, ding, 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 we have a match. Uh, number eight, <laughs> uh, yeah, Andrew Scott is a phenomenal actor. Uh, but I, I, And he's good as a villain, but I'm almost saying, like, bring him in as a, a Bill Tanner when Rory Kinnear is done with it. Like, Dies? He could... <laughs> oh, don't kill Rory. <laughs> well, don't kill him, but he's going to leave eventually. <laughs> Uh, when are we ranking the tenors? <laughs> <laughs> on the team. I, I, like, get him on board with the MI6 crew, have C being like a, a good guy. Uh, like, I would love him to be a part of the James Bond franchise. Uh, but this character was not only unnecessary, but just annoying and not in a good way. I'm all up for a smarmy kind of bad sort of worm tonguey sort of villain that you love to hate uh most of the main villains you don't love to hate you just love them like you love Blofeld or you love goldfinger or whatever i'm all up for that kind of awkward really creepy villain that we love to hate like a worm tongue but he's not that every time he's on screen i'm annoyed 
I'm not enjoying the film when he's there. And that says something because most of these characters I either enjoy when they're there or they're just nothing. Uh, but he's one I literally am not enjoying the film when he's on screen. And I think part of it was because it was so obvious that he was a bad character that he was going to turn. Uh, and maybe they were going for the obvious and they didn't want it to be a surprise, but you've got so much going on in that film. And I know Ben's a defender of that film. When I'm more of a defender of that film than most people, but I will, will not defend C at all. I put him higher than some of the others because he is much more memorable, not just because he's recent, uh, because Andrew Scott is such a great actor. Uh, but it's just the kind of character that antagonist where you just know they're a nobody and anytime they bring up, oh, I'm trying to shut down the double O's or whatever, you're just like, whatever, this is wasting our time. It's not funny. It's not fun to watch. It's annoying every time he's on screen. And then the turn is just so obvious. And there's not enough time to develop his character in a film with so many... If he was a part of MI6 and then he turned out to be the main villain, then sure. But we're just watching and we're thinking, put more of Monica Bellucci <laughs> and then maybe she would have been higher on my list. Uh, so, yeah, I'm saying put Andrew Scott as a as a Q or a, or a Tanner or a Moneypenny, but not as, as this kind of weird secondary MI6 sort of villain that we all saw it coming before we even saw the film and... Yeah, I, he, I don't think he deserves to be in the bottom five, but I couldn't ever put him in the top five. And Imagine. we were we were so upset with his character when we did the reaction. Yeah. We were annoyed about it, and I stand by that five years later. I, I just imagine if they had kept him in this movie and not done a reveal of him being a villain, and then you hold him over for the next villain or the next movie, and you you do the exact same twist with the character, but people aren't expecting it anymore. Yeah, that would be great. I just want to say, actually, to correct what you're saying, Colin, if you took C out of this movie, you'd actually only have Spetter. So, <laughs> that's not the best that's funny joke. One of your worst jokes. I'm not sure. <laughs> Is that a thing? One of Ben's worst jokes? Like that's you know, um, I won't be talking about him in too long, but he's not coming up just yet for me. So I will save my reaction to that soon. So. And Denby is such a fancy British name, and I don't like fancy British. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number seven. Are you two ready for this? Are you ready oh, to yes. get angry at me? Um, Are you getting ready? Well, we've already had Constine, so I don't know what's coming now. Boris is next. Bless your <laughs> heart. Joe Butcher is at number seven. Oh, <laughs> now, I want to bookmark this episode because... Both of you at some point were like, oh, it's memorable that it's Wayne Newton. And then I think, Noah, you said, oh, if it wasn't Wayne Newton, maybe it's better. But, like, it's still, like, you're, you're all like, oh, yeah, Wayne Newton, he's too good. Like, you're all glowing that it's Wayne Newton. <laughs> when we get to the episode where we rank Verity, your number one criticism is that it's Madonna. And as I always say, if that was anyone else, you wouldn't even care about this character. You're yeah, literally anybody else. Because you, you hate put, Madonna. If it's Taylor Swift, we're okay with it. Oh, if it's no, we're not. No, yeah. we're not. If Taylor it's an Swift, Ols I'm on your page. Ugh. If it's an Olsen twin, we're okay with it. It's just Madonna. It's not an argument of anything other than Madonna. <laughs> the thing that, like, 
you two are just so underselling about Joe Butcher is everything you say about him makes him so memorable. You remember this guy who's this swami televangelist on TV who's just literally like, oh, children, come along, bless your heart. He's just like, he's just got this aura about him that just makes me love this guy. Like, I love when they're watching, like, the TV and he's there and, like, it's just such a cool little plan to kind of use him as the front for this, like, criminal organisation. It's smart and it's keeping up with the times in the 80s because it's, like, the televangelists. Like, they were a hot topic. He doesn't even die. Like, he's still out there. He could come back for, you know, Bond 26. (laughs) We're still waiting. He's like, I, I do a lot of my ranking based on their memorability. Like, you remember that Wayne Newton was well, in. We remember this movie. Fast Taxi very well. Do you? You remember him because somebody said his name. That's all you yes. remember him for. So, Are you saying that you two don't remember Bert Saxby over half these characters? Yes, yes. I'm saying, saying that. Yes. I had to go. We always to talk the, about people talking about Bert Saxby. I had to go to the Bond Wikipedia page to read what he did. <laughs> I couldn't. Like, I'm like, I know who he is, but what did he do? Um, I know what Joe Bummer. Butcher does. It's Wayne fucking Newton, and he says, "Bless your heart." And he's just like on TV being so smarmy and great and he's got personality about him and he's cute and he's just great. So <laughs> cute. Now you said he was cute. Place. You said he was cute before. He said he was too cute. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So bless both of your hearts in the bum hole. Joe Butcher, number seven. Suck it. No. I honestly, <laughs> I, I honestly am actually literally mind blown that both of you had both these licensed kill people so low. I, I for sure thought Colin Should was going to rank. Be? Yes, because these two people are so memorable. We've talked about them so much because you remember them. Tell me all the famous Mister Asato lines. Exactly, that's my answer. Okay. What are all the famous Joe Butcher lines? Bless, Bless your, your heart. heart. There's one. <laughs> Look, I, I I don't have a problem with Joe Butcher. It's just he, he he's not he's barely a villain because he doesn't need to be in this movie. It's the same problem with C. But I don't my, my list. I don't know how it is with both of you because my bottom half of the list I have minor issues with all of them. My top half of the list, my top seven, I really have nothing bad to say. Is just about which one gets the nod over the other. I'd agree. So with to that. me. But for me, for Joe Butcher to be in the top half just seems absurd. Yeah, yet you had him what number? 11? No, you had him lower than that. You had 13. That's fucking yeah. absurd. <laughs> General Madrano more memorable than Joe Butcher? Yes! No. <laughs> Hang on, let's confirm that, Colin. Oh, no, 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 no. Touche. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, All right. uh, I would say that Ben definitely has minor issues, uh, but that's a, a different <laughs> thing. Well, uh, like 93 episodes in, I think it's more than minor issues. Uh, I was talking about kids. Um... Ha 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 ha, Ben's a pedophile. Ha 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 ha. Why did we have her on the show? <laughs> Why did we have Fred Dresser on this show? Why? Uh, <laughs> no one can answer can it. We, can we hear a memorable... <laughs> Fran, Fran, can you give us a memorable line? More memorable than Wayne Newton? Bond. James Bond. There we go. I believe it. Play Joe Butcher or James Bond. He would have been a better Joe Butcher. Uh, yes. The thing is, 
I agree with everything you're saying about Joe Butcher. I like the televangelist aspect, but that's exactly my arguments for putting him at 11. Like, I agree with your arguments, but I don't agree that that's what puts him at seven. Uh, and yeah, he's really not that prominent in the film. And I know that's not an argument we can use for any of these, but not that prominent that if you said list five uh, license to kill characters, he's probably not going to be in the five because uh, there are some okay characters in that film. Uh, so I, I'm on board with everything you're saying, but they're the reasons why I put him at 11 over 14. So you're saying he's memorable and you remember him. Did you have to look up a best of Joe Butcher clip? No, but you had to look up a best of General Orlov clip, yet he ends up two spots higher. Okay. Well, actually, I did look up best of Joe Butcher and that lowered it for me because I'm like, and it brought, oh, you, no, and you brought you Wayne Newton's greatest <laughs> hits. Now available on iTunes. <laughs> That's all right, because I saw the clip and I thought, oh, no. It's just can, I, can, I honest, can I honestly it's admit something? I only know who Wayne no. Newton is because of License to Kill and Vegas Vacation. That's the only reason I know who Wayne Newton is. I don't oh, know who he is outside of those Vegas movies. Vacation, how great is it oh. him giving away a lock of his hair? Am I Am I really... Actually, I was going to say a bad word there. Am I really stupid <laughs> that I think Vegas Vacation is probably the yes. best vacation film? Yes, because it was written on your forehead. You are that stupid. <laughs> I just don't get I'm Christmas vacation. vacation. I don't get Christmas Vacation. Oh. What's the big deal with it? The original Christmas Vacation, I'd yeah, maybe put Vegas it. above European. Oh, European and the original but, Vacation are brilliant. Come on. But no, here's the, well, I love the original. The original is up there with the Christmas. But here's the thing. What Vegas Vacation doesn't have, even though it has Wayne Newton, it doesn't have Eric Idle shooting blood out of his wrists. That gives European Vacation the bump. And also European what? Vacation has boobs in it. So that's always a good yeah. one. <laughs> What's better, uh, Christmas Vacation or Christmas Jones? Christmas Jones. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Jones. <laughs> I can look at Christmas Jones and be slightly annoyed, but I'm getting an erection. Christmas Vacation, <laughs> nothing happens. What, you don't get an erection over Christmas Vacation? Oh, Chevy Chase was attractive yeah. back in the 80s, but then I see what he looks like now, and it just gets floppy again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like George Lazenby now. <laughs> exactly, they don't age well. Like, Pierce Brosnan ages well. Roger Moore, a- oh, he didn't really age that well. He's a bit floppy on the skin. But, like, Sean Connery aged very well. <laughs> so was Sean Connery, but he was still hot. Oh, God, did you see those pictures? Taken, like, a year before his death. It looked like he, he was, was skinny. He had cancer. Don't laugh when- at him because he had cancer. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead, Noah. He'd still be yeah, a filthier old man than you ever would be. I'm not going to make it to his age, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> you definitely are making it to his age. You're not making it to my age or Ben's age at this point. It's, it's going to be really awkward if Noah is the first of us to die and we have to do a Noah Gross trivia. We have to play that clip. <laughs> I'm not going to make it to age. I mean, I would laugh, but I think it's going to be cold. We could have his his little caption, Noah Grove's dead man, below him on the video. <laughs> Pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> God, it can't come soon enough. Uh, yeah, well, the beer now? that we watch you drink every week, I think it will. If <laughs> <laughs> liver disease. How many times have you relieved yourself this week? Let's start Seriously? doing a count. We need a count of no <laughs> relieving himself. It's not relieving, it's refreshing. Refreshing himself. He's just <laughs> going to start doing it under his desk. Whoa. 
<laughs> stroke again. The old man's going up. His... <laughs> he said, do it under your desk, and now he's really <laughs> He's like literally frozen. So that we don't Let have to go. go. Oh, there he goes. He's back. Oh, now he's moving. Colin, I was about to say, was... remember the good old days when we were about like 30 episodes without Noah, and then we used to always bag him out saying, oh, he only listens to these episodes when he's drunk. Now he's doing the episodes when he's drunk, so he's going to listen to these <laughs> yeah. drunk and not remember these episodes. What do you think's in my other ear? I don't know. Beer, probably. <laughs> we know it's not a woman because you can't get a date. <laughs> Am I up? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Jamie. <laughs> if you were up, Jamie would be on. <laughs> we know it only happens oh every God. three years. I feel like we can edit about five minutes out of this podcast. No. <laughs> See, you said that. Now he's not going to. <laughs> No. Well, did you think he really protest. was anyway? <laughs> Colin, right. you're number seven. My number seven. I'm sorry, Noah Kronstein. Uh, I did say <laughs> that my top half, I like them all, and it's just where do I rank them? Kronstein was in my top five the first time I did this. Then I moved him down to six, and then I moved him down to seven. Really, it just comes down to the fact that the look of this character is so great. He looks like a villain. Uh his introduction is epic. It's iconic. The chess match and the fact that he just decides yeah. when he wants to win. That's a great introduction. But his involvement in the yep. plot, why does he need to be here? Uh, and and I, I hate that I'm criticizing From Rush With Love, which I think made number two on my list. But I don't think we need him in this movie other than the fact that he has that physical presence. Every time they cut to Blofeld's office, he's just a guy looking suspicious and looking scummy in the background. You know, he's got a nice death scene, but I'm not going to say it's one villain too many because I like Kronstein being in this movie, but compared to the other ones in here, I don't think that he brought enough to the story, uh, at least uh, compared to the six that I have left. Everything you've said is defended why he is in my top five. You've given my argument. Spoiler. Uh, I think that's enough. Uh, well, you two have put up constant. All I'm going to say is the millennials love constant. <laughs> the millennials love the oldest one we have on this list. No, He's no, I take back. a step back. Just take, take a, a step, step back. back. <laughs> um, I'm sure I actually you two are millennials too, but the young millennials love constant. I uh, I actually initially, I'll be honest, I had constant at nine, so I swapped oh, in, uh, with Carl. Man, now so... you disappoint me. <laughs> well, finally, you admit it. Um, 93 wow. episodes later um, it took Kronstein to disappoint me um, he, he, he's ugly whatever that's yeah, great that's, though that's another point for him I know it's great to be ugly I've lived with it my whole life <laughs> it's gotten you this far Colin, yeah. I love that you're rather than Colin say it's gotten me a certain okay, length in life, pretty. Colin. Probably explains a lot. So, Colin, Colin you can punch your uh, entertainment a little bit. <laughs> we heard how much he laughed last episode, didn't he? So, you know, not, not even last episode. How many episodes was that ago? Like three episodes? I lose count. We record these out of order. It's okay, Ben. I think you're... That's- 
We do record these out of order. That's why I don't remember ranking the allies because we have oh, the excuse. <laughs> there we go. Colin, your yeah, wife's name is Jamie. I swear when you actually, like every four years when you do have sex with your wife, you're probably like, what's your name again, honey? Who are you? Where does this no, go? She's, she says that to me, but it's not because of memory. Was that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> she forgets which guy she's with. Oh, <laughs> oh ha, ha, ha. Okay, there we go. Well, I thought that was going to be Ben's joke. I'm like, I'm going to get ahead of the game here. Make it before it can be made on me. <laughs> Remember how we said Noah's on two? I think Colin's on about minus seven. Um, <laughs> speaking of seven, Noah, it's your number seven. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'm so sad about Kronstein. Is, is that actor still alive? Because I feel like I've got to My do now. Noah Groves interviews the actor of Kronstein without Benny Holland. Because uh, <laughs> I, I did Of all the characters on this list, I didn't think Kronstein would be the Andrew Anders of this list. He died in uh, 1992. Oh, well. <laughs> then I'll need to get an impressionist, why not? <laughs> I'm sure the those famous Kronstein lines, Mickey, the the, the Vladek impersonations uh, are out there. Yep. Didn't Nikki Vanazu only die like a year ago? I could have got her too soon. Uh, too soon, yeah. Uh, my number seven is. Uh, Ben's diet, uh, high fat. Um, <laughs> you know, can I just say I, about I, five years ago, you would have been saying he's Ben, high fat. <laughs> well, you said I didn't say anything. Fatty SO, don't you, you wouldn't be part of skinny SO. <laughs> you forget that I also was high fat, so. Uh, I know you were. I've got the pictures. I love showing them to people. <laughs> you so just, people who don't even know Noah. Hey, you want to see a picture of a friend I had who was fat? <laughs> I'm proud yeah. of him for losing weight. When I saw him for the first time after like a year and he was skinny, he got in my car and I'm like, you fucking bastard. And and he said, you would be in skinniest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm proud of Noah made me lose weight. That's how proud of him I was. Ben, uh, you realised five years ago that we did 20 of these episodes and Colin just used to make fun of us for being fat. He really did. <laughs> Well, actually, one joke. One joke. Actually, more, more you, but yeah. <laughs> one joke that you got to way quickly when I mentioned skinny. So you wouldn't be part of it. But you were hanging on to that. You were just waiting for the ball to be thrown to you to put it through the. <laughs> You're like, here's my time. Finally. <laughs> so then, where's my credit for motivating you, Ben? Colin, I want to go and I'll leave here and say you're probably the fattest of all three of us now. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> every every time that there's some sort of delay, Colin says, "Oh well, it's uh, because of the internet connection." But for that one joke, it was instant. <laughs> there was no delay. <laughs> he was ahead of the game. He was in the picture. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was more you, but I was fat too, so uh, I, I take some of the, the heat. Uh, That's what happens when you leave Tasmania, uh, you lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's high fat. Uh, 
<laughs> well, you wouldn't be a part of it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge advocate for the Man with the Golden Gun cast. Uh, there are a few casts in this uh, series that I'm just in love with. Diamonds are forever, the entire cast, including Bert. Uh, and the Man with the Gun Gun cast. Probably my two favorite, and Dr. No as well. These are like the three casts that I'm just in love with everyone involved. The small characters, the big characters. And to me, the Man with the Gun Gun, yes, you've got your Scaramanga and your knickknacks and your Merry Goodnights. I know Colin's a huge fan. Uh, I like Mary too, but as I said with Andrea, and I hope I made a good argument for Andrea Anders as well, there are just so many great characters throughout this film. I'm forgetting the name. I don't know if either of you remember the guy that's like the arms James dealer Bond. in Hong Kong. <laughs> M. <laughs> uh, the guy that makes the guns in Hong Kong. I can't remember his name, but I think he's great. Uh, you know, like oh, the noodles who, girls right. when he walks through the thing and the girls start eating the noodles really quickly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the, the nieces, the nieces. Uh, I think to me is one of the greatest, like, kind of one scene Bond girls. Uh, the nieces, Lieutenant here. Uh, this ca this cast, and I think we are probably the biggest kind of defenders of the Mammon Gun Gun out of any kind of website or podcast even though none of us have it in our top five or eight or whatever. Uh, but I just love this kind of mob boss kind of guy. And I love him and more when he's, when more is calling himself Scaramanga, uh, the nipple, but high fat, <laughs> uh, high fat. I think from memory knows that it's not Scaramanga. And, uh, he just looks like such an arsehole and such a, a mob boss like you could have the high fat tv series this is a whole other thing that's going on outside of the man with the golden gun and some of these are kind of almost henchmen under the villains but this is the epitome of i'm i'm my own villain and i'm working with this other guy but he is not ahead of me even though he really is uh so high fat almost could be his own uh his own villain uh but I love the cast of the Mammoth Gong. I think the set of his kind of hideout is amazing. Uh, but yeah, I want a whole TV series of just the Mammoth Gong cast because I love this cast and High Fat slightly underrated, I think. Uh, and it lost lost Ben a lot of weight, so props <laughs> to High Fat. <laughs> um, I will say that I think I agree with you. Like, yeah, Mammoth Golden Gun we're all big advocates for it. Um, and that's definitely a movie that more and more I watch. It, um, <laughs> it gets better. And I, it is definitely a film that I don't understand the hate. Like of the movies that I defend that are hated, I can understand why they're hated. Whereas the man from the golden gun, man from the golden gun, uh, man with the golden gun. I just, I don't get it. I don't get why people don't like this movie. I just, no, I, I never have understood it. Like, I just don't understand why you can't like this movie. It's such. It a might movie. be one of the few things that all three of us are unified. The, the boy in the boat. The elephant. That is that is probably one of the like I can just think of that scene in life. Like it's, it's so funny, but um, yeah. I mean, of all the cast members you mentioned. High fat's probably the lowest out of all of them. So, um, but like, I get what you're saying. Like, he still made my top 10, 10th, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
this will save a little bit of time because high fat's my number six. Now, here's the here's the funny thing with high fat. I don't think it, it works, people. Apparently, no. Uh, <laughs> now I can't say high fat without thinking of keto. Uh, no, high fat. Without thinking about skinniest. <laughs> but I think that uh, he's he's probably the cowardliest villain that we have on here. And he's in a position of power, but I think what, what bumped him up a lot when I was making my list here is the fact that he is kind of cowardly, but he's also smarter than you, you really remember when you're watching the movie because Bond thinks he has one up on him when he's like, oh, I'm going to pretend I'm Scarmangle with this fake nipple. And the way that High Fat just sort of goes along with it, oh, yes, Mr. Bond, but like he knows the entire time. Uh, I, I think that, that it makes the character seem smarter, but then the way that when Scaramanga sort of kills him, it makes him more cowardly. Uh, I just love the, the fact that we get two different sides of this character. And I don't know if he's the least memorable out of Man with the Golden Guns cast, uh, but if, if there's one problem with him, it's that you're never going to think of, oh, high fat, that great character from the Man with the Golden Gun. But if you really do think about what he does in the Man with the Golden Gun, he, I think he's unique among a lot of these other secondary villains. Well, doesn't I this think... make you just want to watch Man with the Golden Gun again? It makes me want to watch. Let's do it. Everyone, stop listening to this commentary. Other commentary. <laughs> so I think that then leads me to number six again. Um, and yeah, I, I I will say I was actually pleasantly surprised that both of you had this guy as high as I that you did. I thought both of you were going to put him in your bottom four. So I'm actually pleasantly surprised that you both put him at number eight. Um, I've got C. I've got Mr. Denby. Um, it's interesting, Noah, what you just said about how you've got your movies that you defend the casts of. And as you kind of said, I'm probably the biggest advocate for Spectre. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily massive on him the first time I saw it. But again, just like the movie, he gets better and better every time. I I love kind of this sort of guy that even though he's super obvious that he's evil, it's kind of like this almost good guy turned back. Like, I don't think we've really had a guy like that since Trevelyan, who's kind of like the government person who then turns bad. Uh, I kind of like that, and I kind of like so he's, Well, okay, touche, fair enough, but um, <laughs> we'll get to her. Um, but let's run Diana. That's a shit movie, anyway. No one remembers it. Um, <laughs> so if you guys, if you guys edited, you could isolate that clip, but no, you don't. Um, make well, Ben all do the work. But yeah, like I just, I love that kind of character and, and just some of the stuff around him. Like I love his introduction with Bond. Like you talk about famous lines that are kind of used it. I'm going to call you C. Nope. I'm going to call you C. And then like at the end, sort of with the movement, like what does M stand for? Moron. What does C stand for? And again, criticism, you don't really need to add that line when he says careless, but I mean, it would have been funny because we all thought he was going to say cunt, but ha 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 ha. But um, I see, I didn't know. Uh, who Andrew Scott was. I, I had no idea. I've never seen Sherlock I and you guys sold him and he's great. Cool. Good for him. But I mean, I'm sold on him enough in Spectre. I think he was great and I just love the character. I love the cast of Spectre. I think he is fantastic and he, I nearly had him in my top five. So uh, I'm actually very pleasantly surprised again that he both made your list at number eight. So thank you, C. Thank you, Max Denby. Are we going to have to go back and revise our opinions on Spectre? But, oh, this was such a disappointment because we pretty much, I guess on average, we're going to end up ranking him in the top half. Well, like, I think it just comes back to what I said. Like, it's Spectre, like, we all have a... But, like, the more and more I watch it, I get more of an advocate for it. Like, it's one of these films that it's like, I just... 
I and I, maybe the hate of it makes spurs me on more than I like because I just I it's similar to Man with the Golden Gun. But I don't really see why people dislike Spectre, and I feel that Spectre will be a movie in 10, 15 years time that people all of a sudden are going to go, actually, it's not that bad. That's my opinion of it. I really don't think Spectre's that bad of a film that people like. Again, I've seen people rank it as the worst Bond. Like, no. Idiots. Okay, so that was number what? Six. So you've done six, so Noah goes straight to number six. Well, uh, just to respond to you, and I'm quite up there with Spectre. I'm not the fight where you are, but I think I like more than other people. But I do see why people don't like it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it, yeah, there's, there's a lot in there to not like, I feel, uh, including C. Um, but, you know, to have it last over like Bonimus Almas, come on. Uh but yeah, I'm glad C didn't make your top five. Uh, I don't think he belongs there, but I put him up there uh, because he is more memorable than a lot of the other ones lower. But yeah, I don't, I'm not a big C fan. Uh, I'm, I prefer Land. Um, so number wow. six. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought my spetter joke was bad. like Yeah, it was better than the spetter joke. No, is it... you lose a point. You're, you're back <laughs> to one. <laughs> God, we are becoming the, the boomer podcast. <laughs> the, dad, the dad jokes are flowing on Double Oz 7. <laughs> yeah. There's an episode uh, title. <laughs> Colin's the only dad, but he has enough children to share. So uh, we're basically... Oh, daddy? <laughs> you guys can each take one. Yeah, Ooh. we can. We can, can all I? have one. Finally, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no more. End of point. End of point. No, 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 no. That's an end of point. That's no, it's not. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Give us your number six, okay. no. This is going in number Ben's port- it's going in Ben's portfolio now. This is how he's gotten this far. <laughs> this shouldn't be an edit point. What do you think about that, Noah? I completely agree with Ben. He agrees with me. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> number that noise. Six. Oh. <laughs> That's called Death Storm, Ben. <laughs> Colin's not going to rank his fifth. Uh, he died. Uh, but we enjoyed having him on the show. Uh, my number six is Osato. Uh, Mr. Osato. Mr. Osato. Uh, yeah, in Japan, Mr. comes first. Uh, I'm not going to really be too upset that you guys put him as low as you did. Uh, unlike Kronstein, I get it. He's not the most memorable, but... The reason he made my not top five but still high is, to me, he is the epitome of the secondary villain. This is what a secondary villain is. It's this guy who owns a company or runs something, and he has his own henchman. He has his own thing going on. But then he also has this connection to Blofeld. And in my mind, Asato thinks that he is on the level of Blofeld. He probably thinks that Blofeld is his kind of connection or his guy only for him to be completely such an underling to like for like Hans and Vargas are probably higher than Osato is. Uh, 
like Blofeld is completely using using Osato, and this is like in the new Blofeld. Oh, I was running everything all along, but we never see any of it. But I feel like in the old films, we see much more on Blofeld running all these different kind of things and all these Bond subplots. Uh, on top of that, just his scene uh, with Bond in the actual Asato chemical factory or whatever it is, is great. Uh, and I feel like this guy gives a really good performance for an otherwise film filled with pretty crappy performances. What's his name, Noah? The actor. Yeah. You think he gives a good performance? Oh, no, his name? no freaking clue, but I also couldn't name the <laughs> actor love him, pretty then. much well, outside of... Uh, Andrew Scott and Wayne Newton. I probably couldn't name you any of the actors for this. <laughs> Alan Cumming. That's about it. Academy Award uh, nominee Rosamund Pike. No, I don't know who she is. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what's the actor of uh, Mr. White then? Uh, it's uh, Jesper Christensen. Just something Christensen, yeah. Jesper. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Ben. Thank you, <laughs> Noah. I do my research, but I wasn't looking at anything either. Don't dispute my fact that Osato gave a good performance. There's some crappy performances in this film. Uh, and I I adore his death scene. The, and the stuff with uh, Helga Brandt, where you think that Osato is going to go to the piranhas and then it's actually Helga. And then Osato's death scene is so good where you watch, go back and watch his death scene and you just see... Blofeld points his gun at him and just and while they're in the volcano, all this stuff is going, and he just goes bang and just shoots Asato dead. It's one of the coldest kills and it's so great. Uh, and I saw a great, I rewatched his death scene. I saw a great comment on YouTube where someone commented like, <laughs> when Blofeld points his gun at him, Asato does nothing. And Somebody quoted Asato, like, I'm so sick of this shit. Just kill me now. And then I don't have to put up with all this bullshit, which I love that comment. Because he doesn't have a gun at me. Yeah, like, Blofeld points his gun at him and he just, like, bang, Asato's gone. Uh, so between his death scene and between Helga Brandt's death scene, and he is that iconic secondary villain of showing up to the the meeting with Blofeld and being so scared of him and then oh am I gonna die it's that total like Austin Powers sort of stuff uh so to me he has to be at least in the top six because he is to me what the secondary villain is to me he's the prototype archetype of a secondary Bond villain so I get why you guys put him that low but I don't agree I think for that reason, there's enough in Osato to warrant him being this high. Uh, I like the character. Well, I would agree that Teru Shimada played a very good yeah. role. Yeah, he's great. In You Only Live Twice. <laughs> Everyone knows the esteemed Teru Shimada. Almost as good as Jesper Christensen. Yes, per, I agree. Um, that was a bad dad joke. Um, I mean, I... I, I don't disagree with you, but I just have more memorable people on my list and that I like I, better and think are better. I, I don't think that his performance is bad. Again, I think that has a lot to do with Lewis Gilbert's direction. He just, he comes across more boring than he should. And uh, that's the same way I feel about Helga Brandt. Uh, I, I don't, I don't really know why the character doesn't click as much as it should because he, he checks the right boxes. He, 
he is what we look for in a secondary villain, but I think that Lewis Gilbert just treated him as an afterthought, so he doesn't stick out though as much as somebody like High Fat does to me. Well, he's low fat. Yes. Wow, that did not land. Minus five, Ben. Why is the dad the only one not making bad dad jokes on this podcast? What's with you guys? Are we just just naming this episode warning contains dad jokes? Yeah. (laughs) And not from the dad. (laughs) Oh, daddy. Um, All right. So from 10 down to six... Don't worry, no, Colin doesn't get that joke. Um, from <laughs> I 10... really don't. I don't know. Google it. <laughs> well, you can't get a date and Colin's with a woman who would like to say it to Colin, but he would be grossed out by it. So, um... <laughs> Wow, Jesus. Um, all right, from 10 down to 6, before we get to the top 5, uh, at number 10, Ben's diet, it's high fat, um, and Jamie's diet. How's Jamie going on the keto? Great. Fantastic. You I'm really know what's happening with your wife. Cool. Um, <laughs> I'm just sick of hearing about keto, keto, keto. Oh, how do you think she I'm feels idiot. about it? Oh, I'm celiac. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a disease versus a diet? <laughs> God, that, that's the best Colin impersonation I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm celiac. <laughs> I can't eat gluten. I might die. Boo. There we go. Uh, Fran Drescher can play me. Uh, how many of these secondary villains are they married and how many of them are dads? <laughs> are we talking about dads or daddies? Check wiki. Both. <laughs> well, we know that um, the generals are all daddies, let's be honest. Um, well, we know Mr. White is a dad, actually. Well, touche. He is. Um, <laughs> Boris is a virgin, so... Um, <laughs> but he's <laughs> no. a daddy. No. He's not. He wishes he was. Online he is, but in person. Um, number nine. Do you want me to show you more, some more videos, Colin? No, um, no, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. You're Jamie now. You're from Wyoming. Okay. Uh, at number nine, it's Dr. Nazi Man, Carl Mortner. At uh, number eight, it's the guy who doesn't have a song in From Russia With Love. It's Kronstein. At number seven, bless your heart for putting me so high, Ben. You're welcome, Joe Butcher. And at number six, what is A and B without C? At uh, number 10, I have Milton's Head Explodes Crest. Number nine, I have Carl's Blimp Explodes Mortner. Uh, number eight, I have C stands for Colin and something else from Spectre. Number seven, I have I'm Sorry He Wasn't in the Top 5, Kronstein. And number six, High Fat, Low Calorie. <laughs> and at uh, number 10, I have Hitler's understudy, Carl Mortner. At uh, number nine, the best of General Orlov. At <laughs> uh, <laughs> number eight, I have uh, C stands for can't put him in the top five. Uh, number seven means high fat means Ben won't be teased anymore by Colin. And <laughs> uh, number six, uh, Silver Fox himself. Men always come first in Japan, Mr. Osato. I'm very intrigued with our top five because for a list that I actually kind of thought was going to be tight and maybe diverse like our secondary Bond girls, I've actually got four people that haven't even been mentioned yet. So four people will make the top five. It's the book episode all over again. <laughs> wow. All right. Number five. It's everyone's favourite toothpaste that you two wankers ranked so fucking low. It's Milton Crest. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you two? Like, his death alone is makes him a top fight. His head explodes! Like, Mr. Big's head exploded. It looked like, a, like this is a boom! Like, <laughs> that's... I remember bringing that up in, like, the uh, Live and Let Die episode. And you two were like, ah, oh, what character's head explodes? What are you talking about? And then this happens. And it's such a cold, callous death that it's like... It's his head explodes because he gets an axe that chops the tube and it blows up everywhere. It's amazing. Um, and, like, I think was it Noah said before that, like, he basically thinks he's the main villain. Or was it you, Colin? One of you said it. wasn't me. Um, like, but that makes him cool in itself, too. Because, like, one thing I love talking about actors who play villains is their thing is, like, the villain doesn't think they're the villain, right? But, like, usually is that excuse is these villains at least know that they're underneath another villain. Like, this guy thinks he's literally doing all the work. And just the fact that he, he does, he's a badass and he's got a boat named after him. That makes him cool. And this guy that looks sinister and evil, it makes him a top five villain. How can you have Milton Crest outside of the top ten, let alone the top five? You two are drunk, well, at least one of you is. Uh, one of you's never touched alcohol before because he's a father, he's a good man. Um, I love Milton Crest. And similar to what I was saying about Spectre, um, I think Licensed Killer's got a great cast. I, I think it's one of these films that I would agree with. You know, great cast and License Kill. I'm going to say it, probably going to go higher on my uh, list too because I love License to uh, Kill. It's such a great again. film. Timothy Dalton, what a man. Oh, just give me some License to Kill. Gladys Knight, sing me a song. Uh, but Milton Crest, Colgate Milton Crest, great. <laughs> love him. I don't mind Milton Crest, but he's not even the top 10 <laughs> secondary well, villain. He's 10 into you. You made him number 10. Did I make him number 10? Yeah. Okay, I want to bump him down to number 11. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> protest! Uh, I, I, don't, I don't really have much else to add other than half of what you just said was his head explodes. I don't think that really tells us much about what the character does. Can we go back and listen to the secondary Bond girls one where we liked it, oh, their death scene's cool, so they're going to go up higher because we like their death scene. <laughs> well, because that's the only scene, they had two scenes in the movies. Milton Crest had a lot. I, I have no problem with Milton Crest. I don't want to go on a rant here other than the fact that I mean, he's <laughs> certainly not top five. Yes, he is on my list. Well, that's your list and we know what that means. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> Means why do we get so snarky in these episodes? Day. How old are we on this? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have one of mine. Old. No wonder no one listens. How did Fran Dresser come on this show? She clearly never listened to it. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was my last. Uh, yeah. I think the death scene is good. I would argue maybe a little too much for Bond. Uh. I recently rewatched this film and it went down. If we redo the, the rankings, it will be lower on my list. I'm sure Colin will be happy to hear that. Uh, and I'm still a Timothy fan, but he's going a little down for me these days when I rewatch his films. Uh, yeah, I mean, outside of his death, what does he bring? And that's an actual question that I'm asking you. I just explained it all. Why Why do you always claim that none of us make arguments on this show? You just are so drunk. You just don't listen to anything. No, last episode, you guys made crap arguments. This episode, you've been making arguments. Uh, but I don't see what, what he really brings other than he thinks he's the villain. Sure. And yet Bert Saxby brings more, apparently, according to you. Well, we all ranked him 13th, so... <laughs> You're no, preaching Colin to the wrong ranked him 14th. Yeah? <laughs> exactly. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Colin, next week we need to start drinking beer and then maybe we'll understand this guy. Okay, my number five. You could use a little easing off. Overview. Take a step back, Noah. (laughs) Take a step back. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, number five. uh, I I keep worrying that somebody's going to get angry at me uh, because I always seem to be... Get the pawn. Get the pawn. (laughs) But, like, we're in the top five now, so this is, like, top of the list for most people. And I already said my top five has shuffled around. My top three have all been at number one at one point. My top five have all been at least in the top three at some point. Um, My only thing that is holding this character back, again, nothing against this character. He is the right kind of over the top. Uh, He's quirky. My only issue is that he almost acts more as a henchman. He doesn't really fit the mold of having any control. And he's not my favorite general on this list. So I've got Oromov at number five. That's not where um, I thought you were going with that. I I think no, that's not where I thought you were going. Yeah, either. I already yeah, I was... put number five next to Boris. But <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> not gonna happen. Uh, but yeah, Oromov. Here's the one way I think that you could have made this character stand out more. There's the I don't remember the name of the character, but there's the other uh, defense ter- minister Mishkin, the guy in the interrogation scene or yeah. whatever before they steal it. Yeah, defense minister if you would, M- Mishkin, and yeah. and he's great too. Both these guys are really good at playing the over the top henchmen slash secondary villains, whatever you want to call them. But if you would combine those characters into one, I think that moves Oromov at least one spot for me. There's just maybe uh, no complaint with the characters, but along with what I said before, maybe one too many characters, kind of like Kronstein, where he's not given enough. And I don't really see, I'm not saying we shouldn't have him on this list because he doesn't quite fit henchmen either, but he also, at least of the top five, fits secondary villain the least. I mean, GoldenEye is another one of those ones we could add to just fantastic casts, along with Diamonds Are Forever, Man with the Gone Gun, Dr. No. No, no. Um, <laughs> but GoldenEye's cast is fantastic from the driving instructor through to Alec Trevelli and uh, yeah, I love Oromov. He's not my number one, but there's something about this actor that's just every scene he's in, he looks like such a villain, but he also looks like he's having fun. Uh, and I think you needed that sort of over the top one because Alec is is a bit more down to earth, uh, and I I love me some Sean Bean, but he's not the traditional Bond villain, and I feel like Urmov is a bit more of a Bond villain. And I mean, Urmov completely craps all over a lot of the main villains, Brad Whitaker's and the the Coscobs and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, he's not going to be one of the all time greatest, uh, but there's just something about him. He nails that kind of smarmy sort of stuff I'm talking about with Milton Preston C, but in a way that you want to watch it and that you love it uh, versus just being annoyed by it. Uh, so I'm surprised you put him up first because uh, he, he's not going to be super high for me. But Why is I Ben shaking his head yes at that too? Ben's like, yes, I am very shocked and appalled, Colin. Well, I am because I thought that he <laughs> would make it higher like i i honestly i, I honestly I thought you were about to bring up boris then that actually shocked me to be honest that that was general Oromov. but um look I'll, I'll be talking about him soon um i mean we all will be it's top five but um 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think like in terms of this cast, it's amazing. I mean, let, let's be honest. Now, Colin did rank Natalia at what like eleventh or something like that. So that was um, like seven. Um, that was Colin's worst moment. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll 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 talk about him soon. Okay. Colin, you are like huge on Goldeneye, but I feel like you rank the Goldeneye stuff lower than anyone. I just realized that and Colin's you- about to rank Die Another Day higher than Goldeneye and something. <laughs> yes! Well, am I? There's still another Goldeneye left. <laughs> At least half of Goldeneye you are. Yes, it's a win. <laughs> All right. Noah, number five. Uh, well, I'm not number five, Miranda. Um... Oh! <laughs> no, 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 no. How does Paris Carver get a no, 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 no? And Miranda just gets a oh. Well, because oh. Paris was like barely top 10, and Miranda at least made the top five here. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it disgusts me that Diamond Die Another Day is even this close. Uh, She's died of the days in the top five for you two. This is amazing. Yeah, I mean, that makes me a little sick. Uh, she is probably the best part of this film. Uh, but I feel like when we did the episode, I was lower on her than you two were. She is an Academy Award uh, winner or nominee. Nominee. Uh, nominee. Nominee, that says two time. Is she? Uh, did she not get nominated again? Yeah, two time Academy. Wow, good on you, Rosamond. <laughs> what did she get nominated? Gone Girl. Another day. No, uh, there was Gone Girl and something last year. I think it was last year she got nominated. Another day too. Nothing came out last. <laughs> That's how she got nominated. <laughs> uh, we got one movie well, out this year, people. The winner by default, Rosamond Pike. I just find her so freaking cringy. I'm sorry. What? And I'm saying, I'm saying this as she's the best part of that film. So don't don't get me wrong. I'm defending her against uh, <laughs> Gustav Graves. Uh, I like her part of the turn, but I just feel like if any other film, it could have been done so much better. It feels like, and I went back especially for this film, because I knew I was going to have Miranda high, but I, I needed to make sure whether or not I was crazy or not. And it feels like you're watching a soap opera when you're watching. And I, I like Rosamund Pike. I've got nothing wrong with her. But... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what? He's trying to find the best of Orlov video, and that's what Sorry. came up. <laughs> I was just trying to watch an OnlyFans account. It's making no In the middle of Noah's... Defense. Yeah, I'm so bored. I'm horny. I want to watch. We, know what, we finally are bringing up a top five ranking of I'm Die Another Day, and you're watching porn. I'm trying to put the soccer on the TV. My game's about to start. Like watching the background, and it wouldn't sure. work. Soccer. Yes. Do you want me to show you? Look. It literally, it literally took six this... years for us to rank Die Another Day in the top five. And this is the last that. time. Die Another Day is making it at this high on the list. Well, for you mentioning the words Die Another Day so often, let's play this again. <laughs> yeah, all right. What, what was that, the soccer? <laughs> <laughs> Who's 
What would you rather watch? A game of soccer or die another day? Die another day has literally never been out of the top 18. And here we are. You're not even paying attention. I'm paying attention. I'm listening to you. I'm excited. But I'm also wanting to watch my soccer game at the same time. Leave me alone. Is Rosman Pike in it? She could be. I don't know. All this is telling me is you never actually watched this to ever rank anything. Uh, This is making the best stuff. Ben finally doesn't give a shit about dying on the day, but we finally do. Ben, Noah and Colin defend dying on the day, and Ben doesn't give a shit. Well, hurry up, then. Uh, Go on, get on with it. Oh, the soccer's on, Noah. The soccer. Let's speed Who's this winning? up. Give, you, give your top five all at once. Ben's got to watch the soccer. <laughs> I'm not wearing a soccer no. shirt for fashion. <laughs> Uh, no, clearly not. Uh, Come on, take it off. I'll take my shirt off, huh? Please, dear God, no. <laughs> Look, I think she's the best part of Dying of the Day. I'm on board. Uh, she's in the top five of the secondary villains. I do find it so coppery. I think she could join the Young and the Restless cast. And I like Rosamund Pike. I like Gone Girl, even. Uh... And I like that film that came out last year that none of us know that she got nominated for. I'm sure it's great. Um, but it, it is cringy. I feel like when I rewatched it, I'm like, oh, this plotline could work so much better in Tomorrow Never Dies or Skyfall or something. Uh, but she is the best part. I like the kind of the turn. Unlike C, it is a bit more of a surprise, I feel like. Uh, I don't know if you two agree with that. Uh, well, Colin, who's listening anyway, one of us <laughs> tuned out. Are we talking about uh, C again still, are we? Oh, okay. But, yeah, this shouldn't be a hot take. There's only four more spots where you could put it. Uh, she'll never be my, my top one. I'll argue that to the grave. I don't think she's the best. Uh I like I like Miranda. Uh, I like Rosamond. I find it a little cringy, but it's nowhere near as cringy as Verity is. And uh, if I'm going to defend Dying of the Day, she's the part that I would defend. Uh, we'll correct ourselves. And fountains of desire. Yeah, where's she ranked? Um, she was only a one-time nominee as an Oscar. Uh, she won oh. a Golden Globe for I Care a Lot. That doesn't uh, count. That's uh that that movie looks fantastic by the way. It's got Peter Dinklage in it. Who doesn't want to see Rosamund Pike oh. and Peter Dinklage in the same movie? Do they have sex? When is Peter Dinklage going to be in Bond? He would be good in Bond. He should be the next Bond. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, he, he gets as much action action as a Bond does. Progressive? This never happened to the tall fella. <laughs> <laughs> um I I mean look I am very happy that she will be in the top five. And I, of all the people in Die Another Day, she's often not the one that I defend the most. I mean, I, I, she's there. Like, I mean, I'll get to her soon, but I defend Jinx more than I defend Miranda Frost. Um, but I still love her. You lost me, Ben. You lost me. I, and I think, I think what wins a lot for Miranda Frost in, on this list is that she's so much more memorable when you rank her compared to so many more of these people on this list. So that's what gets her that high. If there were certain other people on this list, she probably wouldn't make it as high for me, but um, 
I'll be talking about her soon. But um, yeah, good on good on you, Noah. You see so much down on her. Aren't you the one that was? Every because yes, like, so I think I remember in the Miranda? recap. But in the recap, like Colin's all like frothing at the bits for Miranda, and I've always been like, look, she's fine, like, but she's not my favorite thing about Die Another Day, like, easily not. Like, I can, I will rank Thou other people. <laughs> yeah, shirtless Miranda Frost, but Ooh. like, I, I, I honestly like Jinx better than I like Miranda Frost. <clears throat> I'm not, I'm not lying. I do, but um, I'll talk about it soon. And yeah, that's not going to become a sound. Nah, I, I just have that. a quick question for you, Noah, because uh, I agree that her turn is a little bit more surprising than C, but I wonder if it's the same with you because you, if you read the Moonraker book first, because uh, I did, I read the Moonraker book before I saw Die Another Day, so I was already seeing, and I think I'd even heard about you know her being, um, uh, what's her name, Galabrand. Is that one of the reasons why it's more surprising is because you're expecting to get the female lead from Moonraker and instead they they take that character and then they put the twist on it. I didn't read it first, uh, but that is a point to Miranda that that is the closest thing we'll get to a Galabrand because I feel like they're never going to actually bring her in, mm-hmm. even though I say that she should be the next Bond girl. Uh, but Miranda is the closest thing we'll get to that character. So that is a plus to her. Ben, you should read the book. It's one of the better what? ones. Yeah. A what? Did we we ranked way. it in our top three or top f- top five at least? I think. Yeah, I think. I, I said we four. because our, our rankings were pretty much identical. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about right now. I've never heard of the book. There is a Die Another Day novelization. We should collectively read that and do an episode on. Your book okay. report time. Yay. <laughs> I will be um, so upset if Ben's first Bond book is Dying of the Day. <laughs> well, for that, it will be. All right? <laughs> I'm going to make sure and, of it. And instead of uh, playing the Dying of the Day theme song, we'll just play like pages flicking. Yes. Um, <laughs> wow, we're on fire today with the humour. Um <laughs> So, uh, what are we up to now? Number four, number four, number four. Is that right? Number um, four. Number <laughs> four. Uh, well, there's only two people that haven't been brought up, and I'm going to bring one of them up now. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, this guy, he's a daddy. He literally is a daddy because he has a daughter that we know of. Um, he's everywhere. <laughs> um, I actually, honestly, when I was looking at this, I was thinking like he was going to be, I actually did initially have him in my top three, but I bumped him down a spot. Uh, Mr. White. Uh, Jesper Christensen is his name. No. Um, I mean, he gets a leg up because he's been in what? Three films. So like it kind of helps him. He's the most frequent appearance on all this, I think. And I guess kind of that was my argument for, what's a face in the last episode. Um, so, and then I kind of, I know back when we ranked, um, Leia Seydoux and kind of that might change after no time to die. If we ever get to see it, um, you know, kind of gets a bit of an advantage there, but I mean, Mr. White's great. He's sinister. Like you kind of don't know who he is in Casino Royale that Royale that much. I like kind of the ending of it when he gets shot and kind of, you get the bond James bond. And then obviously 
I, I just I love that line when he's kind of in Quantum of Solace when he's kind of like we're everywhere like he's like you don't have a clue who we are and then he's kind of like he does that turn and was it Mitchell or whatever his name is shoots and then they have the bitch not Mitchell no Mitchell um and then I love, love love the fact that they bring him back for Spectre and kind of I like the scene with him in his little cabin in Austria and. I actually like the fact that um, What's-Her-Face is his daughter. I think it's kind of like... I know a lot of people are down on that. Um, like, it's it's the family saga of Spectre because it's Bond's brother and uh, the villain's daughter. But I think that's a cool thing. Like, the way they connect the Craig movies, it's one of the unique things about them is that you kind of he's hooking up with the villain's daughter. You know, we joked about in that episode, like, you know, Mary Goldfinger. Like, is he fucking her in the background or something like that? But it's a cool little thing. It's a unique little twist, like, in the Craig era, which I like. So, and he he's it's as quirky as it is that they connect it all in the weird way that they did. It's sort of, he's kind of the glue that binds it all together. So, I, yeah, Mr. White, I automatically was going to be in my top five. I didn't know where I was going to put him, but number four for me. He's my number four too. Uh, and he also oh. just like Ben, ah, oh, I'm getting really concerned that I'm matching Ben a lot here. Like I oh. have some <laughs> issues I need to work out before we come back to the next episode. But uh, I, I also had him at number three and moved him down. I also at one point had him at number five and moved him up. There's, there's good things and bad things about Mr. White. I think it is an advantage to have him in two movies. We talked about Jaws. It was a lot easier to separate. N- not to say Jaws was being ranked because he was in two movies because I don't think any of us really view Moonraker as the shining moment. It was Spy Who Loved Me. Uh, with Sylvia Trench, it definitely helped her being in two movies, although I would make an argument I, I would have ranked her pretty high on either. I don't know if any of these rank even close to the top five on their own. So White gets the most of a bump because he had multiple appearances. The weird thing is the best scene that he has – it would be a toss-up between his uh, escape scene slash interrogation scene in Quantum and then the the death scene in Spectre. But the problem with the character is also that death scene in Spectre because the more that I watch that movie, the more it bothers me. It does partly bother me the whole, well, now he needs to be connected to the girl and everything. Like, Yeah, that does bother me a little bit. But what really bothers me is how far the character had come. I don't know why we couldn't just have Mr. White still a member of Spectre and Bond just finds him. Why did we have to have the old disheveled, you know, Mr. White who's dying and everything? It just felt like they went so far with the character that it was unnecessary to try to make it more memorable that I almost would have rather that it just been a simple scene because now it feels like we have three separate Mr. Whites in three separate movies. So there's a lot of good things and a lot of bad things about him, but uh, him being at number four isn't necessarily a testament to a strong presence in any of the movies. It's definitely strong in all the movies. I like Mr. White in Casino. I like him in Quantum. I like him in Spectre, even if it was just those on its own. But it both worked for him and against him, the fact that he's been in multiple movies. Well, this might be maybe groundbreaking. I think this could be our first ever triple match yeah, on this, ever on this in one. all of our rankings. Ooh. I'll go. I'll go back and check the stats. Keep talking, yes. Nora. Check. You do that. Do you turn yourself away from the soccer for one minute and do some work on the show? You can check, Ben. <laughs> oh well, it's all right for Noah to watch Diamonds Are Forever is teaching, but when Ben <laughs> wants to watch the soccer, <laughs> just for time. Like, weren't you the one saying, you know, this is my job too, Noah? <laughs> yeah, one of us gets paid, the other doesn't. <laughs> Higher judgment. Touche. Uh, 
Yeah, this might be our first ever triple sweep. Uh, we've had some doubles before, but uh, I've also got Whitey at number four. Uh, Willard, Willard White's uh, son, I think. Uh, <laughs> Mr. White. Uh, I kind of completely agree with what Collins said. He he gets ahead for three films, but it's almost three different characters. Like we have Charles Gay playing two different characters. Like you could almost <laughs> see him as two different characters, uh, three different characters. Uh, and he is great in all of them. But again, we, if we're going to use the whole uh, Bert Saxby line was with White, let's face it, in Casino Royale, his best moment is Daniel Craig's moment. Like that's what we remember Mr. White from in Casino Royale. Uh and then Quantum of Solace, the interrogation scene is great. Uh, if they didn't put that stupid car chase in between them, uh, or the horse race or whatever it was. Uh, God, the film is terrible. Uh, <laughs> but if he was in just that interrogation scene and he wasn't uh, in the other two films, we wouldn't have even had him in this list. He wouldn't have made it to this list. Uh, so he is great in that scene, but that wouldn't have been enough to put him into this list. And I love him, Inspector. I think he's awesome. Uh, yes, but does such a good job as the disheveled uh, and the kite dancing hurricane we always quote. And uh, the kind of suicide is great. Uh, but I, I disagree with Ben. I don't think we needed to add like, oh, and this guy from Quantum of Solace is actually the dad of the new Bond girl. Like, it all seems too forced to me, much like everything in Spectre. And I'm a Spectre fan, but everything in that really? film seems too forced. And I don't think we needed Mr. White to be the dad of a Bond girl. I don't think it changes Madeline Swan's character in any way, shape or form. I don't think it adds to her character. Like, Madeline is a good character, but we never think of Mr. White when we think of her character. Uh, so I think he's great. He's made the top four. I love all the scenes that he's in, but I do kind of agree with Colin. There's almost three different characters. Uh, and he's great in all three, but if he was just one of these, how far does he make it on our list? He probably doesn't make it our top five. Uh, so I like that connection. I love that they brought him back. It was such a kind of surprise. And Spectre is probably my favorite Mr. White scene. And he's in some great scenes. Uh, and it, But he also doesn't fit that kind of iconic secondary villain for me. He's almost a henchman. Uh, so I love Mr. White, but he couldn't be in my top three for those reasons. I feel like I'm being very negative. I love his scenes, but they're the reasons why he doesn't make my top three. I, I, I would say, in let's go the reference for our Survivor fans, uh, he's kind of like a Sandra that if you take it separate, he doesn't rank the top 10. You know, like yeah. I, I would argue that Sandra's wins don't yeah. make her a top 10, you know, if you separate them. So, um, yeah, Tony, on the other hand, though, different. Probably still <laughs> make top 10 both times. So there you go. Um, all right. So we're into the top, what are we up to? Three. Three. And, Three. And to, uh, Noah? That is the very first time in any rankings episodes that we have ever had a triple all at the same wow. time. Even, oh, even in our Bond episode when we had six to rank. Um, yeah, that's incredible. It's taken we're all we're in the 90s and finally we agreed on something. There you go. All right. 
Um, all ages as well. Then there's only this one the... person left that we could possibly still all agree on. So this is the exact opposite of number 12 last time. The biggest disagreement ever <laughs> on a number to the greatest agreement ever on a number. Number I, I, I three. Like we're all agreeing, but we all just said kind of negative things about Mr. White. Yeah, exactly. Like That's the funny thing. He's the only one like in our top half that we're really criticizing in any way. Number three. Um, I'm probably going to make... I'm scared of who you haven't put up yet. I am, I am going to make someone angry by putting this person up at number three from Die Another Day. Like, how does this work? <laughs> the <laughs> soccer is too distracting. It's throwing them um, off. <laughs> Miranda Frost at number three. Yeah, like, as I said before, like, Ooh. she's one of my least favorite things about Die Another no, Day. No, like, no, I don't... No, 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 no. <laughs> I, like, I, I like her, but at the same time, it's like, well... Again, I like Jinx better. I like Graves better. Oh. You know, I, I like Verity better. It scares me when you say I things. I like the song better. I like the like movie that, better. Um, oh, stop. But again, like I will admit, like I didn't see the turn coming either. Like I that that was shocking. Um, shocking. Absolutely shocking. Um, is, is that because you read the Moonraker book before? <laughs> yes. But like you turn around and say she should be in a soap opera. The whole movie should be in a soap opera with half the dialogue I in that agree. movie. That's what makes it brilliant. <laughs> Again, it, it toes that line of making fun of itself while being serious at the same time. It's fantastic. Like, you can't turn around and say, oh, she belongs in a soap opera, that you've got bloody, what's his face, Vlad, hey, boss, he beats your record, and that sort of look <laughs> that, like, Graves gives at the same time, and we'd probably rank Vlad in our secondary henchman really high because he's been on the show. That's the only reason no, why. No, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> but, like... I feel like I'm being completely negative against Miranda because I like I like Miranda. I just she's other people are better in the movie for her. I think Rosamund Pike has gone on to amazing things. She's amazing to look at. She's got great chemistry with everyone. Like, I and I kind of like the way she's like this. Um, you know, sort of you think she's just a PA to Graves, and then you find out that she took the gold in Sydney. And who told us that? Verity. Um, and by default, so basically a drug cheat. So she still won the goal, but then of course we later find out that it was done deliberately. Whatever. I, I like when she dies on that thing. Is there going to be like a headline like Olympic gold medalist dies in like, or are they going to out her that she was evil? Is like that the only reference to Australia in the Bond series. Uh, I think we saw Australia on a map once, didn't we? And there was Sydney on a map yeah. once, but um, no, you, you could be right. That could be the the only time. Um. But yeah, like, I mean, she's fine. She's a fencer. She's got everything going. Which actually, now that I think about it, how does she lose to Jinx at the end? She's an Olympic yeah. gold medalist fencer. Didn't I say that on our recap? I don't think you did. I don't remember that. But I just, I just clicked. How does she lose at the end? <laughs> God. Don't know that it sucks. Why do we defend it? <laughs> it's so unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I, I mean... Again, I, I automatically was going to put her in my top five. I initially had her at number four. I had Mr. White above it. And I'm like, no, no, like Miranda's number three. And I think, again, she just comes out as a more memorable person than 11 people on this list to me. And um, she fits the film well. And, uh, yeah, read this bitch, number three, Miranda Frost. She's so good. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to be the biggest defender of Die Another Day on here because she's not the next well, one on my list. we all knew uh, that you were going to be like <laughs> the I, Like, if I had to put any money on anything, I would have put money that you would have Miranda Frost as the highest. And did I have Zhao higher than you? I think you did. Yeah. I'll, Two I'll times be... I have been a bigger defender of Die Another Day than Ben. You had Zhao at eight. I had him at 13 and no wow. one at 16. Yep. There we go. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll have more to say on her soon. 
How soon is the question? Oh, tension. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had to... I had to... I interrupted you. The idea that... No, I'm going to interrupt just... him now. Interrupt. No, the, no, idea, no. The, the idea... No, no, that's not about. better than Miranda Cross is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of this show. I completely agree with that. It, it, uh, it really bothers me when you say that, Ben. Like... At least in the top 15 dumbest things I've heard on this show. <laughs> I take that as a compliment. The idea, the idea that Jinx is better. Uh, I mean, I'm not down on Miranda. She's my fifth. But the idea that Jinx is better is just embarrassing. Um, <laughs> I love how you always act shocked when I say something dumb. On every ever, 93 episodes in, you're still like, oh, I'm so shocked that Ben says something stupid. He had it written on his forehead for a reason, Okay. I'm not shocked. I just, well, I am shocked at how someone believes that Jinx is better than Brad Crow. You know what? I'm shocked. I'm shocked that we actually make three hours for you a week when you do so many stupid things. Like, what is wrong with us in life? Forget about Ben. What's wrong with us, Noah? You you two are the freeloaders of this thing. You just sit here and talk. I'm going to fucking edit this shit and type it up and put it on social media. Oh, yeah. such a hard effort. Go back to your kids and your dates and your beer. I'm just stuck in my room editing with no life. The only you reason about? you have to edit is because you throw in all the sound clips of us to try to make yourself seem less stupid. And it works, so shut up. <laughs> I'm being sincere here. I think Pussfella is better than Jinx. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's not a joke. I be- strongly believe that. I love that the interview... The, the interview with Nicholas Susick, who actually has some defenses for Jinx in his book. When I sort of asked him about it, he's like, yeah, no, I gotta be honest, she really sucks. But <laughs> it's not her fault. <laughs> Well, I, 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 I will, I just, I remain silent because I'm surrounded by idiots. So, all right. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Uh, You're just racist. So. You're just racist. You're just racist. Yeah, coming There's from the, the guy, guy who had the, the two Asians. <laughs> I'm racist against Asians, not against black people. So there's a difference. <laughs> oh my God. All right. My number three. Uh, we've all heard about this famous best of video, but uh, I'm the God, only one. Him up yet? What? No. He's still on the list? No. Yes. Have we not uh, got oh rid of this guy? Jeez, I'm actually. Three? I'm surprised that you guys had to have the best of video because he uh, is the it's, biggest. It's Octopussy. I know. And again, this isn't about the movie. I've got a Die Another Day one still to come on here. It's not even about the because movie. Because you remember about- Die Another Day. Whether you like it or not, you remember. You don't have to watch a best of clip because you either hate it or you love it. But like, here's the thing with Orlov. He is the biggest personality in that movie by far. The clown. Uh, yeah, not, not, not more than Roger Moore. More than Roger Moore? Uh, I don't know. Roger's... I mean, Roger's Roger Moore, but... Orlov really He's gives it. His- <laughs> but like he gives it this this guy who plays Orlov, he gives it his all in this movie. And I can't think of any other secondary villain. Of all the ones we have here, he is the one who, from the storyline point of view, is the main villain, which I think already makes him high, uh, worthy of being higher on this list. Secondly, his plot is one of the biggest plots any major villain has ever had. I mean, we're talking about nuclear bombs here. That boardroom scene, everything about it is so good. It's not even just him. I mean, the set is incredible, you know? The 
the way that they shot it, but his performance in that one scene is probably the best single scene, maybe up there with uh, with Mr. White's, you know, uh, he's everywhere scene. Uh, but that one boardroom scene. Sound like me? Ah. <laughs> Did you say, does that sound like me? <laughs> yeah, it does sound like me. Ah, I me. Quit it. Cue <laughs> me. What? Chew me. Oh, James cute. Bond franchise. I thought Colin. you were taking cue. We cover here on Double Seven. Cue <laughs> me. Okay, so the love child of cue and chew me. Cue me. <laughs> I've watched that Anyways. Over <laughs> but yeah, Orlov's his one scene in that boardroom is so good, and then you you add how involved he is in the plot, how big his plot is, and as far as death scenes go, I mean. I might say that his death scene is up there with Milton Crests. He gets uh, shot. Oh, dramatic. He get hit by, run over by a train? No, he gets shot. What's the best of Colin? Clearly you need to catch up. <laughs> Who got run over by the train? Am I ranking Not the wrong person? He gets shot. He gets shot on a train track, but he doesn't get run over by a train. Okay, well, the train's coming on it at least, right? It's gone past. Coming? It's in the future. It's got in the thing. No. <laughs> All right, I'm going to watch this again and make sure that I am figured Oh, I don't have to watch the best of. I think he's brilliant. I thought we just ran over my train. The death of you didn't love. love this best of. This good. is literally the cable car and a view to a kill all over again. Uh, okay, so even, again, taking the death scene out, uh, which is still good. I'm looking at it now. It's still a good scene. It's on a train, wow. but Bert Saxby gets shot on a hill, and that's pretty good. Yeah, but uh, I still, I just love this character and he's been in my top three the whole time. Uh, and I'm I'm glad that he made number nine on anybody's list and I, I'm sad that he made whatever he made on Ben's list. Okay, no, no, no. So, yeah, I remember this scene now. I, I don't know why. Really? I th- there's another scene where somebody gets run over by a train. Are you watching the best of? I am watching the best of, actually. Actually, this was just the death of General. There's a lot Does of General Orlov. Anyone in James Bond get hit by a train? I don't think anyone in James Bond gets hit by a train. <laughs> there, well, have we, we haven't done the commentary of Octopus. When we do, I'm sure somebody's going to get hit by a train. But no, I just I love General Orlov. He's he's a fun character. He's an over-the-character. <laughs> this is like when Noah said James Bond punched a camel or whatever it was. <laughs> that was Coden. <laughs> I think when we watch Octopussy as a whole and we can rely more on just than just the best of. I'm glad the best of bumped him up a little Octopussy's bit. Octopussy's whole. Yes. <laughs> Octopussy's whole. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> oh no that, I can't believe that's gonna be the name of the episode as many things as Noah fights for edit points on I <laughs> got Ben he's not even looking at the soccer now anyways I'm listening to Octopussy's Hole <laughs> that was the working title of the film <laughs> <laughs> oh Ben likes that one <laughs> I five points to no. <laughs> Sorry, was that the video you showed me during the last rankings? Octopussy's hole. <laughs> you would have never thought that spot killed Ben Wolverine. <laughs> oh gosh, octopussy's hole. <laughs> it's, it's a hole, and it's an octopusy, and it's a hole. <laughs> 
and I'm the drunk one. <laughs> oh, we need to stop this episode. I'm getting too horny. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> the most the most third greatest joke that has ever been made the lowest the lowest bar that could have been it's just octopusy oh. all the dad jokes just die an instant death <laughs> we get I can't we, we get a joke that a nine-year-old would laugh at and Ben's gonna die how did Spectre not get this for you? It's, 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 it's like when you said doo doo that time and I lost it. Like, oh, he's It's too bad we don't do reverse. If we can do reverse editing, can we just have Ooh. that laughter coming up after the Spectre joke? <laughs> Better. No. <laughs> I'm not oh, doing that much editing. Look at the amount of notes I've got to edit. I'm not doing that. <laughs> how how is this episode? Like the octopus is not even on this episode. Octopus is whole. Oh god. Anyways. <laughs> General Orlov number three. General Orlov number three. Because of Octopussy's hole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, unlike some people, I did my homework and I watched the best of. I know how he died. But I, I agree, him and more on the train is a good scene. Um, and the best of bumped it up for me. Uh, but he almost belongs on the main villains, and if he wasn't the main villains, he probably wouldn't crack the top 18, probably. Um, but yeah, the boardroom scene, I think he does a great job, and I love that he is kind of almost on par with Kamal Khan, but in a way that kind of takes him out takes it away for a secondary villain. <laughs> almost too common. He's still giggling. It's <laughs> I just I'm watching Noah talk and then I look up and all I see is Ben's body shaking. <laughs> when you said bumped up, I was like bumped her up octopus. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We've had some low jokes in Double uh, Seven, but Bob Grant Doctor Wizzy's hole is probably our lowest joke. Now he's laughing and watching the soccer at the same time. Oh, here we go! Goal! Oh, sorry! Octopussy Hole scored for Germany! Wait, ben, Another did you 20! Did you say goal or hole? Goal! Oh, don't oh, put it to the video oh, referee. Shut up, Cristiano Ronaldo, you wanker. Go have a cry. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I like Olaf. Uh, he got bumped up after the best of, but... Uh, yeah. I've explained why he's not in my top one. 
Um, I don't even know what we're talking about. What are we doing? <laughs> Who's hole? Hall of um, Hall. I can't believe you've got him in the top three. Jesus. I forgot he was still on the list. Is this the first time Octopussy's ever made it into the top five? <laughs> I mean, besides Rocky's stupid rankings, but um, that didn't count that episode. We need Rocky on here. He'd back me up on Orlov. Oh, he wouldn't remember anything. <laughs> he didn't even remember he was on this show, does he? Um, fucking hell. I haven't laughed that hard since I was a little girl. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a joke of some movie. I can't remember. I think it's, isn't that Austin Powers? Isn't that Dr. Evil says that? Um, anyway. Um, whose turn is it? What are we up to? Uh, Noah, you're going to do number three. Yes. Oh, the goal was taken away. Bullshit. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. They took it away, the pricks. <laughs> number three. I can't believe I'm not the first person to bring this up because I thought he was going to be both of your number twos. Uh, number three for me is Urimov. Uh To me... I, I said it before, like, C is the annoying smarmy guy, but this is the smarmy guy that you love to watch, you love to hate. Uh, I love all the scenes with the tank and him in the car. is just fantastic. And to me, he personifies that secondary villain of memorable and villainous, but not stealing the show from the main villain. And because Goldeneye has such a unique, main villain you needed this kind of typical villain in there but he's still a bit of a buffoon which i think you need for the the secondary villains like birds actually you need a bit of a buffoon uh, uh is just great every scene is in you love watching him the golden eye cast is so strong and i would put him up there like uh, i'm i'm big on Urimov and uh I think maybe even when we did the main villains, we maybe at least briefly discussed whether or not he makes it in there. He probably doesn't belong there, but for a secondary villain, he needs to be up there. He's so memorable and so much fun. Uh, I thought he was going to be number two for both of you. So, uh, love for Monk. Well, the better general. I, yeah, I'll talk about him soon because I feel if, yeah, I don't want to spoil, take away the drama from number one and number two. So I'll talk about him soon. Okay. So he's your second. Are you are you going to talk about him soon? Because your number, your number <laughs> two is up. Because it's now my go. Yeah. Number two is General Oromov. Whoa, the <laughs> drama. I'm so glad we paused for that effect. <laughs> now that's what I call drama. Um, <laughs> what we're known for on this show. Uh, <laughs> Pause for um, <laughs> wow, you two are like really underselling him. Like really underselling him. I had him like, what, four? No, no, no. Like Five? your arguments for him, I mean. Like you've got him high. Like that's great. But like the way you kind of talk about him, it's just like, oh, yeah, he's just there. He does this. He's smarmy. Like he essentially is the main villain until the reveal. Like that's who he is. And... Again, like, if we weren't spoiled in the trailer about Trevelyan, then it would have been, like, this massive reveal, right? Like, spoiled in the trailer, wasn't it? If it wasn't, well, it should have been. Well, it wasn't. I shouldn't have. Shouldn't have been. Um, so, like, I think I remember watching this for the first time and thinking he was a villain. And what makes him so good is this schwarminess. Like, his, his facial expressions. Like, what's he saying? Gottfried. Like, he's so good. Just 
He's the epitome of an evil-looking dude. He looks Russian, even though we think he's German, isn't he, in real life? But And just even the opening scene, the tension with the barrels, and he's like, you can't win. And then he's kind of got that, like, look on his face when Bond's going behind the barrels, and he's kind of got that, like, oh, you little dickhead, what are you doing? And just everything he does just makes him such a prick. And then even that scene, the boardroom scene, when kind of you got Mishkin there and he's like trying to be like, we have worked out that this was Serbian separatists or whatever it was. And they're all like, oh, but what about the Golden Eye? And just the way he kind of reacts, he's like, yes, Defense Minister Mishkin. And then he shoots him and he's a prick. Then he's being stereotypical Russian, drinking fucking whiskey in the back of the car during the tank sequence. And he's wiping his sweat off his brow. The sequence when Bond basically calls out Trevallon in front of him as what, uh, Cossacks or whatever they are. He's kind of got that look on his face. Uh, just everything about him is so, so good. It's just an obvious thing that there's somebody else from this movie that's even better. So, I mean, Noah, you said so much before about perfect cast of movies. Goldeneye might have the most perfect cast of any James Bond movie. I mean, I had it at my number two film, so nearly put it at my number one. I mean, maybe, Diamonds are oh, maybe, maybe it does get bumped up to number one. Maybe it does get bumped up to number one on a rewatch. I don't know. But, um, oh, just, there's just, I think between Spy, Love Me and Goldeneye, if we went over our averages on all of our rankings list, they're the number one and number two in terms mm-hmm. of just where everyone always ends up on the list. And Spy Love Would me we ever rank the cast or is that dumb? Uh, no, not dumb. We could, I mean, we're going to run out of rankings eventually. So um... that's, like, that's like season eight of Bubble Lost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, when we get cable in. Um, but yeah, oh, like, oh, I like I the day, Carl. He's, I mean, he's what, four, three, and two. Um, I'm kind of actually yeah surprised that Colin didn't have him slightly higher, but um, yeah, I can't say a bad word about him. It's just there's just one person from the movie that's going to end up being better. So for me, I actually I, I just realized I had him at number five. I probably should swap him with Mr. White to be honest. Is it too late to Do revise? It. Do I'm it. Doing. Yeah. Uh, and and again, I think it's oh, but then you break our little record of having all at number four. Oh, you okay. broke the bromance. Oh. I, I'm I'm gonna do it still though because I don't know the oh, argument. Boo. The argument. <laughs> boo! We're fine. I'll put Mr. White back in, or a will be lower on the list. Ben, wait, hang on. Split second, we were all friends. Hang on. Are you saying my argument made you change him? Yes. Okay, then do it. Yay! Go Ben! <laughs> Yay Ben! It's just uh, like here's the thing, Oromov. The problem with Oromov is really only that there are so many. It's the big cast thing, and Diamonds Are Forever, Live and Let Die, whatever. I've said this with several of these movies. When you Man with a Golden Gun, when you have so many other people in the movie that are just better, and this isn't a knocking Oromov, he is great, but Sean Bean's better, Pierce Brosnan's better, you know, Famke Jansen's better, uh, Alan Cumming is better. It, it, it you do have to eventually say, oh, do they stand out as much as these people? But if when you add the tank stuff in there, I mean, that definitely bumps him up a little bit. And Mr. White, I feel like it is fair to say he can't stand on his own in a single film the way that Oromov did. So I'll give Oromov one spot up on him. Look at Ben Waterworth, the smart little cookie. <laughs> no, I'm sad. There was one moment in the history of 90 episodes that we all agreed. <laughs> well, we've still got one smaller. spot to go. We might still all Do agree we? at number one. Well, I feel like I want to change mine now just because Colin's <laughs> Now we're not friends. 
Colin's got a lot of pressure on him right now. Either his number one could potentially match everyone, or his number one could stop me from playing this <laughs> ever again. So, ooh. Drama. <laughs> oh, pressure on Colin. <laughs> now I actually God. don't know what to do. This is not fair. <laughs> this is dramatic. Just, Forget my top Forget two have them all off. <laughs> my top two have flip-flopped so many times I'll over the last that. what 25 <laughs> the, those two characters flip-flopping okay Colin, uh, uh, uh not boris wishes he would well, does he uh, i wouldn't well, you I wish you'd flip-flop with miranda well, i, I think we all would does, does does alan cumming wish that is my question oh uh, what are you uh, saying because he's gay he wouldn't want to have sex with a woman well if it's rosman pike i guess all of us would right I mean, I'm sure every gay man asked Noah has somebody that turned straight for. <laughs> it's like every straight man asked me would have anyone who turned gay for. Pierce Brosnan and Keith Sutherland. Did you just say the quote? It's because he's gay. He doesn't want to have sex with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> this coming from a person who said they like the boobs because they're gay, or whatever you said the other week. <laughs> yeah, but he's sobered up enough now. He knows what he's saying. I don't know how gay people have sex. Well, normally not with women. Well, they might. They could if be transgender. Women, they they could have been a woman at one point. Yeah, if they're women, they will. Well, we're also woke. I'm, so you I'm think? So you think? Not, you think that no gay you. man? You think no gay man has ever had sex with a woman ever? No, because you were engaged to two women and you had sex with them. <laughs> Did he? Can we I, confirm? I don't know. One of them had sex with someone else. No, oh. <laughs> too soon. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave that up to you if that's an edit play or not. I won't let Noah say it because then it won't be. <laughs> too much fucking editing in this show already. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, one listens, then, let alone her. Then instead, just play the clip of Colin saying, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Can't be bothered. Oh, I don't I honestly don't know what to do now. Time. Instead of Colin, uh, instead of playing the clip, Colin just faithfully recreates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> From this point on, if Miranda Frost ends up number one, sure, I won't play the clip again, but I'll just sing it every now and then. So. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I guess be prepared for that because I, I'm not changing it. I had it written down before we started Boris's number two. So I'm going to stick with that. Uh Boris is my number two. Really, my only reason, he is the most fun character we have on this list, period. He's probably the most fun character we have on almost any of our lists. Uh, maybe, you know, uh, uh, Silva is a little bit more fun than him. Uh, but Silva is also a lot darker. I mean, Boris is just a pure fun character. Well, I still... <laughs> when he's not being racist, I could see how you might get more enjoyment out of it. But... Plenty of tools, fun. <laughs> Plenty of toys, yeah. fun. Yeah, uh, so was her dad. Uh, that's how it all came about. But Boris, uh -huh. I think he's he's maybe too he's maybe too fun to be taken seriously as a villain because uh, I think that's the biggest problem. Is there's not one moment where I feel like he is in command, he's in charge of the situation. I still maintain he fits more as a henchman. I definitely get why he's not a traditional henchman. But everybody else we have on this list here is either in charge, co-in charge, or thinks they're in charge. And Boris is really none of those. But 
he is easily the most entertaining character we have on pretty much all of our lists, anything we've ranked. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow, no, do you need a tissue? Were you thinking about yeah, Octopus's dude. hole? <laughs> no, I'm thinking Boris's hole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alan, coming on your what face. Slughead. Uh, uh, yeah, Ben's not gonna like this. Uh, Colin, I think you've swayed me. Oh, I, I there's a good argument. Tomorrow... No one's listening to an argument. You really gonna have, yeah. it? You're gonna have it number one? Really? I don't know. Uh, uh, Vote now at 007.com. I don't think it really matters where you put him. He's still going to end up at number one overall anyway. Spoiler alert. No, but I'll say I've got Boris at number one, but I think Colin's swaying me to put him at number two because... That's a protest because of him changing. (laughs) I (laughs) I struggled a lot with Boris because... The exact reason that Collins put him at two is the reason why I was struggling is because he doesn't really fit as a secondary villain. And he is so good. He's so entertaining. Uh, easily one of the most entertaining characters ever. Uh, and he plays off uh, Natalia as really great too. Uh, Colin, she's a good Bond girl. Um, uh I feel like Colin's argument for her mom was there are so many great characters and then his argument for uh, Natalia was there's so many great characters. Well, you're running out of characters in GoldenEye to use that argument. Uh, but... Yeah, and then I love that Boris is in the scene and you think that's it for Boris, but then he shows up again. It's just great. Uh, and he's so over the top and quirky without it ever feeling forced. Uh, but to me, I agree. He doesn't fit that kind of idea of a secondary villain. Uh, he's more of a henchman, I think, uh, while these other characters fit secondary villain much better. Uh, but I just... He's such a joy to watch. Uh, he dominates the scenes, and that's hard to do in a film like Goldeneye. Uh Oh, God, I don't know. I struggled so much with him. He wasn't my number one, but I think I'm probably going to say number two, Boris, I guess. Uh, but if he ends up number one on the average, I'm okay with that because he wasn't my number one. He's so damn fun to watch. But as a secondary villain, I feel a bit weird having him at the top. Colin made an argument. <laughs> I'll talk about him soon. We won't take away from the... Will you be talking about him soon because you put him at number one? Shut up! I'm I'm annoyed because we're losing now because the referees are stupid. Um, (laughs) What will he do to the drama? Well, from number five down to number two, number five, it's the guy that you two are stupid to rank him so low, Milton Crest. Number four, the kite dancing at number four. Would have been all number four until somebody listened to Ben. Uh, Mr. White... Number three, give me some Miranda Frost face. I don't know where that was going with it. Number two, General Oromov, that sexy non-Russian guy who's German. 
And at number one, everyone's favourite slughead works on the guidance <laughs> system. And you two, like, you're literally there bumping him down because oh, he's not really a main villain. He's not this. He's more of a henchman. Can we just point out that without Boris, anything that Trevelyan does is not working? He is basically is that, the guy. Wait, but that's the same as Vlad, and we're not going to rank Vlad. Well, Vlad a, makes we, a we didn't suit. Even, no, Vlad but we didn't rank him even on this list. And, and that's Bor- the same as Vlad Saxby's character. But Vlad, yeah. Vlad is a secondary henchman, and he makes a robo suit. He doesn't. But why you know. is no? But why is Vlad a secondary henchman, and Boris isn't? Is my point when they because basically serve the same purpose. Vlad's in it for two seconds, and I would argue that without Boris, Boris basically gives him access to the Golden Eye. Boris then basically hacks into the the London Bank. Boris is there controlling the satellite. Boris is doing so much under the commands of Trevelyan. Why are we arguing? Like he's gonna be number one anyway. <laughs> the point is, I think you're underselling his involvement in this film and how important he is to it. I think that he's he's one of the hardest people you can rank in any list because I don't agree that he's a henchman. He's not a henchman. I think he fits more of a secondary villain role. But, I mean, you could literally have him in the other category, sort of as just there. And But that's what makes him so unique and amazing. If you turn around and say, okay, he's not really a secondary villain and he doesn't really, you know, do this and do that, fine. But I think that also then makes him stand out more because Alan Cumming, we talk about performances, he gives one of the most amazing performances in this over-the-top role in a pretty serious movie. This is not like a Die Another Day mm. movie. Like, okay, there's some... like like. GoldenEye is one of the epitomes of a Bond film. It's got everything that you want from a Bond film. It's like when people say Goldfinger's got everything. Like, GoldenEye's basically got everything. I mean, this is a movie that will stand the test of time forever. And the cast is perfect and everything. And just, he's just so goddamn good. To me, Alan Cumming, every time I see him in anything, he's always Boris. It doesn't matter what. Like, he's just so good. His lines... I mean, it's even the fact that this is a British guy putting on an over-the-top Russian accent... And it works. Like, this isn't one of those ones where you think, oh, that's so fake. Like, if you didn't know who this guy was, you'd probably think he's Russian. The look, the glasses, he's kind of like sleaziness and the little... does pass- look Russian. The passwords that he comes up with, um, just the way he sort of rocks up with um, uh, Zenya kind of when he meets up with Natalia at the computer store. Um, his interactions with Trevally when he's like, no, I am not ready. And then the scene when he's like yelling, like the 007 Twitter account or the Instagram account recently posted like the whole sequence when he's got the pen in front of Natalia and he's doing the, she works in the guidance system and like putting putting the pen. And then all of a sudden when you hear that, "Eh, eh, eh, eh," and he's like retro rockets firing. And then like, even at the very end when he's like screaming and he's shaking the computer and then he thinks he's got away with it and he stands up and yes, I am invincible. And then he freezes to death. Like you talk about iconic death scenes it's just him frozen in carbonite or whatever it is like but would it have been better if he got hit by a train uh, yes possibly if a train came in and smashed him absolutely <laughs> and, and if the train driver said hasta la vista baby boom perfect oh that would um, good oh I just like as soon as this was probably the easiest thing I did on this list straight away I'm like number one Boris like I didn't even think twice about it um and I'm pretty sure pretty much the majority of all my lists have some sort of Pierce Brosnan era person at number one on all of my lists. So, yeah, uh, I mean, you both had him at number two. He's going to end up at number one anyway, but hey, cool. Colin had to ruin it. He could have had him at number one and we could have had a match. But no, twice he's ruined it now because he's listened to arguments. 
No, no, no. Noah listened to an argument. I changed my mind this morning. (laughs) (laughs) But in all fairness, let's just say this for Boris. He was number one on all of our lists within the last 24 hours. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And Uh, that means that somebody's going to rank die another day somewhere at number one. (laughs) Noah, do you have anything else you want to add on Boris? Are we moving on to my number one? No, I feel like you make a great case for Boris and up until five minutes ago, he was my number one. And uh, you're almost swaying me back the other way, uh, but it's too late now. Uh, uh, but yeah, and I agree, he's death scene as well. Better than Milton Press death scene, I think. Um, yeah, you make a, a really compelling argument, and I agree with everything you've said. Uh, and I do agree. I he is weird because I don't think he's a henchman and I think this is the best list for him but it's almost weird that I feel like he doesn't belong at the top of this list because he doesn't really fit this list too well either it's a bit weird having him as the best secondary villain well we did recently rank BB as the best secondary Bond girl so I don't really think we're a a podcast that can debate with our own opinion so I mean (laughs) <laughs> Touche. Uh, Boris, number one. <laughs> uh, yeah, you make a good compelling argument. Uh, better than oh, but me. Collins is better. <laughs> I don't think Collins is better. Favorites. I think your argument, your argument was better than Collins. It's just where does Boris fit? That's the problem. Because uh, he was my number one up until five minutes ago. Uh, he fits in Octopussy's hole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny though? I I was struggling. I'm like, I don't know who's left for Noah to rank, and then I realized oh. there's still one he hasn't put up. And the the argument of who fits better at the top of the spot does make sense for that. Uh, okay, oh, running suck down up to him. Why don't you, Jesus? Well, it's the same. It's, it's not sucking up. It was my argument in the first place. That's <laughs> he's just using my logic. That, that, that's sucking up to myself. Fine. Ooh. Anyways, running. Oh, I watched that only fans. <laughs> Anyway, writing down my top five, I had number five, used to be number four, Mr. White's part one, two, and three. Oh, uh, number the four. Only time we all agree. <laughs> oh, good memories. Number, Remember that? Number four oh, could God. have been the top three if it wasn't spoiled in the trailer, General Orimov. Number three, loved him getting run over by a train, General Orlov. <laughs> number two, sadly, he's not invincible anymore, Boris, which means my number one means we're never going to hear clip, it. Play play it. Play He's regretting so much saying that at the beginning of the episode now. Just because I say it doesn't mean I'll go through with it. Well, you're going to have to uh, because I don't know why. You have to. <laughs> no and I will never do the show again. Or we're going to change our rankings and rank everybody at the bottom. Don't uh, Miranda Frost. I'll get cable on. We'll have a better show. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a better show with cable. <laughs> oh, poor okay. cable. He's not that funny. <laughs> He's not that bad. <laughs> oh, fellas. Oh, don't you love that other part in Diamond? Yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I've got Dino Dino the day. Day. 
And meanwhile, I've got to die another day at number one here because Miranda Frost is not only the best thing about this movie, uh, she would be the best thing about almost any Bond movie you put her in. Like, that's how much I love Miranda Frost. No. Miranda Frost did from Russia with love. Oh, that makes it better. I said she almost. She got the thrust of it. This is explaining your Big Bang Theory. I just, I imagine putting her in something like The Spy Who Loved Me, and I think it works. It probably works better than it does in Die Another Day. Being in Die Another Day is the issue because I do disagree. Well, I kind of agree about the soap opera thing with Noah, but I think that this is maybe one of the least soap opery things in Die Another Day. Uh, the fact that her character has a real backstory, I like that. The backstory makes sense with the term later on. Uh, it's really doing what they did with Electra. Only one. Went to the Olympics, too. <laughs> I don't think she'd been there yet, had she? And she was number one too, wasn't she? Oh, <laughs> look at this, Miranda Colin. Are you, Colin? Can I just ask a question? Are you maybe promoting another podcast of ours by putting Olympians maybe, at number one? <laughs> maybe if if people were to listen to Off the Podium and Olympics podcast, they would know some of these things we're talking about. Coming uh, soon, no, daily not, coverage I'm of Tokyo twenty twenty. Stay tuned. <laughs> I bet you we could get BB on that show, right? Well, she didn't come on this show. <laughs> approach her for the other one uh, Jared's on that Pike. one Jared's on that one the Romania of our podcast let's get her on that one I don't think he's coming on anymore the amount of times I've bagged him off <laughs> anyways Rosman Pike is even what well, this is like her first movie and she is still so good in this movie compared to everybody else especially Halle Berry uh, I like the fact that she ends up being the villain in the end but like I don't know why we had to have her lose to Jinx. That's that's a real problem with the movie that I'm glad Ben's finally realizing. You have an Olympic trained, Olympic winning fencer losing to Jinx. And just the fact that even Bond would prefer, I don't care if she's a traitor. Bond should be walking away with Miranda Frost at the end of this movie saying, see you later, M. Like, see you later, such M. a racist, Colin. <laughs> How many Asians were outside of your bottom 10? <laughs> Two. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's not racist to hate Halle Berry. She's it sorry. is. It's 2021. Yeah, exactly. You can't hate anything black. It's racist. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, the character of Miranda Frost, the fact that we have something close to Gala Brand, they even put a spin on it where it still stays true to the character. She's the girl who doesn't fall for Bond still. She sleeps with him. So if you do go in like I did where you read the book first and you kind of know there's a connection here, you're assuming when she sleeps with him, oh, wait, something's up here. And then when she turns on him, you're like, no, it's still true to the character. She's the one who doesn't fall for Bond. I just, I love everything about Miranda Frost. She was number two on my list 24 hours ago. She's number one on my list now. Uh, I don't think I'm going to regret this because I do stand by. She fits more as a secondary villain. This isn't like an Electra Renard thing. Electra and Renard were the shared villains. He started as the villain. She took over, but they both were in it together. Miranda Frost is not a henchwoman. Uh, I think that she still has enough control of the situation that she counts as a secondary villain. And I love that she gets, even if she does lose to Jinx, she gets, this is how Quantum Solace should have done it. I hate, considering I, I consider Die Another Day a much worse movie than Quantum, Quantum Solace, that might change because Noah had some good arguments during the Quantum Solace commentary. We'll see where our revised rankings come later on. But this is how you do a male versus male battle and a female versus female battle at the end where it's not about upstaging Bond and turning him into the secondary character. This is what Quantum should have done. I mean, yeah, Camille doesn't get with Bond either. And we're not praising her for that. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I like Miranda. She's way better than Gustav Graves. Uh, she's way better than Merity. Uh, and she's way better than Jinx. Uh, well, was it Ben that said Jinx is better than Miranda Frost? It's just so dumb. That's the um, dumbest thing he has ever said, and he said a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, got more episodes 20, to come. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like Miranda. I like Miranda. Uh, it's but, Miranda. <laughs> just number one, Miranda. But I feel like your pride alone should have stopped you from putting. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault, uh, Noah. Like- I told him I wouldn't play this again. <laughs> ah, you hey, you just it. broke your promise. Guess what? Orlov's number one now, Ben. Oh, what a shame. People honest? break their promises. <laughs> oh, the Welcome to the real Orlov. world, Colin. <laughs> I mean, I, I I hate that song, but I can't even blame Ben because like, <laughs> you might be the only one who's ever put Dino of the Day. At the top, right? Oh, don't make me feel bad about you it are, now. Actually, that was a really you mean should. thing. That, Noah, that was mean, Noah. Should feel bad. You're getting cruel. Like <laughs> should have put Miranda at number two and not at number one. So. You are. Wow. <laughs> I am so Defender sorry. I am <laughs> so sorry to everybody out there. So very sorry. So that Colin that um... died on the day. Bam. I just want to point out that this clip... I'm so in love with Die Another Day. Makes so much more sense now. Okay, wow. <laughs> yeah, that does. Uh, yeah, number one Die Another Day fan, apparently. Number one ranker of Die Another Day, Colin. Beyond the uh, Ice, Colin Hilding defends. <laughs> the defense. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Pride Alone should have stopped and put Miranda at number two. Oh, we scored! Oh. Sorry. No, we didn't score. I'm embarrassed that Dino of the Day is top of the list now. Uh, last week it was Diamonds Are Forever. This time it's Dino of the Day. So all the all of our kind of fan favorites are getting up there. Uh, but yeah, she's way better than Jinx. No, 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 no. She's not. Um, Colin, did you actually legitimately change that? Because you legitimately believe me that I wasn't going to play this. <laughs> No, like I said, I had her at number one before we started this. I can't believe we have Colin ranking her at number one and Ben saying, no, 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 I'm turning into him. Take a step back. I mean, this is just, I, who gives a shit? Colin ranked Die Another Day at number one. I've not even ranked Die Another Day at number one before. So, I mean, wait till we get to the other category. Verity's got to be number one somewhere. But um, I, I'm so happy. I am so happy right now. This is better than Octopussy's Hole. <laughs> Noah, you're number one. Uh, well, at number five, I had Miranda, better than Jinx. Uh, doesn't deserve to be at the number one. Uh, number four, I have uh, Urmov. Uh, yep, he's good. Uh, number, <laughs> number, no, no, sorry. Actually, four, that, I, I, I read that as a review of our show. Yep, that's good. <laughs> number three was Uramov. Number four was Mr. White, but suddenly it's not so great because Colin changed. <laughs> uh, number two, it's uh, the best of Boris. Uh, 
changed last minute as of five minutes ago. Uh, and number one, <laughs> the best secondary villain is Cromstein. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't really know where Colin would put I mean, Ben would put him, but I was sure Colin was putting him in the top three, top two. Uh, and yeah, as of five minutes, 10 minutes ago, he was my number two and not my number one. Uh, apparently, Cronstein is my favorite secondary villain now. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he he belongs there. If we're talking about the secondary villain, uh, that's why Colin swayed me. Of Well, I can see Cronstein as that kind of iconic secondary villain who's under the main villain, but is sort of his own thing, more so than I can see Boris, who's sort of, great number two but it's sort of in between henchmen sort of thing and all over the freelancer top. freelancer yeah. uh well Kronstein if you look at these 14 people Kronstein you just know that guy's a villain and in the best way possible he's got the most villain look more so than a lot of the main villains more so than Stromberg and Drax and like you look at Cronstein, you know he's a bad guy. And I love all of the scenes where he just looks like an absolute asshole. And the scene, the chess oh. scene is such a great scene. Uh, and, and his death scene is so good. And, and that sets the scene for sort of the Osato, Helga Brandt, that sort of Austin Power stereotypical Bond, uh, Spy Love Me does it too, that that sort of death scene and you go back and watch the best of Kronstein, which I'm not sure it's a video, but I might make it. <laughs> uh, and that when he gets stabbed with the shoe or whatever it is, uh, you just look at his face and he looks at Blofeld and he's just like, you asshole. Like he's even in his very last moments of life, Kronstein still looks like he's just like, how could you do this? You bloody asshole. Like, even deleted, in the moments of line. death he, yeah basically like Nicky Vanderzell forgot to add that line in there like yes and From Russia With Love is another one I keep saying this about the cast but that has to be in the top five too like the cast of that film is so strong but he personifies everything secondary villain he's not the main villain but he's memorable he's absolutely a villain uh, and every scene He's only in two or three, but so in most of these characters outside of the best of all of, pretty much, and Boris. <laughs> uh, and Mr. White, he's in three scenes over three films, pretty much. Uh, he steals the show in those films. And I, I think I put Rosa Klebb in, like, the top five or something from memory. Yes, Colin, we did rank the main villain. <laughs> uh, and even then, I think he steals the show from Rosa Klebb in those scenes and... Uh, the reason I'm so shocked is it's been six years now, but from memory of the From Russia With Love episode, Colin, you were so high on Kronstein, which you should be because in every scene he's in, he's dominating. Uh, I never expected him to be my number one. Uh, and he's one of these ones that moved around for me over the last week, uh, but he was always going to be in my top five. Uh, he, he personifies villain and he personifies secondary villain and honestly i want to watch the film again now just to watch Kronstein's scenes uh it, it's not the andrea anders thing but i'm kind of sad that you two have 
completely blown the average on Kronstein. I, I wasn't expecting number one, but number eight or number seven over some of these other characters, Kronstein is the secondary villain, and that's pretty sad for me that the average he's going to end up like six or seventh. is pretty crap. Oh, look, I can't disagree with what you say. Um, but I just like people better than him. I mean, he does look I, like a villain. I do love his death scene. I agree. I, I love the look on his face. Um, it's, yeah, it's probably the most shocked of all the villains, except for all those ones that got run over by trains. But <laughs> I think yeah, I mean, was run over by a train, wasn't <laughs> um, From Russia With Love is definitely a movie that I love and that it's, just, it's, it's one of the ones that I've just watched not as many times because it's, it's not a film that you just put on. Oh, it's Sunday afternoon. I'm going to watch a Bond film. Oh, I just want to take my mind at the door. From Russia With Love is an easy watch. I do. Well, because you're smart, Colin. We're dumb. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm dumb. Fat. Noah's smart. Um, did you just call me fat, Noah? I've lost weight. <laughs> Um, no, we're fat. I'm high fat. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that he's number one. Like I, I think when I ranked him at eight, I kind of assumed you two would go off at me or have him higher. I yeah, I kind of thought Colin would have him higher, but you're you're you are the real like oh I'm the trendy one. I rank everything sixties high. Like <laughs> yeah, I, I have a trend of Brosnan films. You have a trend of the old films, and Colin just doesn't remember what he's ranked, so he just puts anything anywhere. <laughs> So, you know, um, I'm yeah. the millennial. Like, I've got to do hipster things. I I had Cronstein in my top five at one point, and I will say if I'm if I'm gonna look at what which one of these characters were the most entertaining, Cronstein probably makes it above High Fat and makes it above Mister White even. But the the only thing I really struggle with is than High Fat. Yeah, I had him one spot lower than High Fat, which which comes down to I really struggle with his significance to the plot. You know, that chess scene is so good and just his presence in the movie is so good, but the plot doesn't need him. Um, and that's not, I think it's fine to have characters, but the, the other characters I had higher than him, it really worked for the story to have them in the movie. And that's ultimately my only reasoning for having him lower than somebody like High Fat or Mr. White. Just an update for those playing at home. Germany scored again, so it's uh, they're winning 2-1. <laughs> Uh, the goal did, the, this time. did the plot need Mr. White? Did nah, I mean, kind of. You needed somebody for him to go after. You needed a trail yeah, for him to follow after Vesper. If it's could not Mr. White, someone. Could you not argue it that... It could uh, be Colstein. <laughs> yes. <laughs> could you not argue, does the plot need some of these people in it at all? No, I just think that they have more involvement in the plot would be a better way to say it. But I, I completely, I, I, I'm talking about iconic scenes. I think Kronstein maybe has the best scene of anybody in our top 10 here, of any of our top 10s, except for, you know, good old Joe Butcher. We know his scene blows them all out of the water, right? Bless your heart. What about all <laughs> the train running? You guys too low. I'm sorry. Maybe you shouldn't be number one. And eight and nine is common. And I might, I might regret it, but, you know, when you make these rankings, you, you kind of... You get, Take a step I, back, I convinced him, you to change your number one. You, you kind of give your criteria. It is funny, though, because my criteria that puts him on the lower end of the ones that I love is the same criteria Noah used to put him at number one. So that's interesting. Very. Yeah. <laughs> Very. Um, so 
That means that uh, with the magic of the 007 computer, we need to work out our rankings and averages. And just because I'm an absolute fucking prick, let's play <laughs> this song a little bit longer while we work out what we have to work out the averages I'm are. I'm gonna wake up, yes and no. I'm gonna kiss some part of. I'm gonna keep this secret. I'm gonna close my body. That's Colin's fault. Definitely, there, Colin. There are going to be so many protests on our next episode against Ben. Yeah, all those listeners who clearly listen to every threat I made when I no, said no. if we don't get a patron, I'll play it a hundred times. I mean, my protests. Um, I tell you what, <laughs> if we don't get a Patreon by the next episode, I will record a full version of Die Another Day, <laughs> singing it to an instrumental, and oh, I'll no, play it at no, the closing no. of the next episode. And Please, we no. know at this point that... Ben's word is his bond. And I will deliberately I will deliberately sing time. it I will yeah. deliberately sing it worse than I could. <laughs> <laughs> and already it's gotta be pretty bad. So um Colin, you'd be shit at Survivor. Don't ever go on it. Um Alright. Number fourteen There is Survivor. He doesn't believe people when they lie. Um <laughs> I'm just mean to Colin. Colin, I like you. We should be friends. Uh, um, I'm number really four... curious about these averages because I feel like some are obvious, some are yeah. not. All right. Number 14. Tell him he's fired, Bert Saxby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> number 13. One of us gets excited on this podcast about what he does for a living. It's General Rapo, General Madrano. At number 12... Don't bless any of your hearts. Joe Butcher. Boo. Oh, oh what? Job. Number 11, Milton Crest. Boo. Yes, yes. Yeah. We kept him on the top 10. <laughs> number 10, he's a Nazi, Dr. Carl Mortner. <laughs> yeah. Num- number nine, too high because I'm racist, Mr. Asato. Number eight, somebody ranked him at number three, General Orlov. <laughs> yes. Um, number Best seven. Of all of it, number Number seven, the bet. Oh, <laughs> Jamie, Jamie didn't like that ranking. <laughs> no, I'm tired of Orlov. Orlov. He was not hit by a train, Colin. Uh, <laughs> I think Jamie ranked Orlov at fourteen. She loves Frozen, <laughs> so that makes sense. Uh, number seven. Number seven. It's not Noah and I anymore. It's actually Colin. It's high fat. Number six. <laughs> um, where, was, where was Jamie butting in there? If I had to grade this episode, I'd give it a C. Uh, number five, it's that guy that one of us ranked at number one. It's Kronstein. Uh, at number four. Wait, six? That can't be right. No, he's five. Number, num- yeah, yeah, it's number five. Keep up, Noah. Uh, at number four, <laughs> it would have been a perfect match if someone didn't change their ranking at the last minute. Mr. White. But me changing it put him back to four at the average. So that all washes out in the end. Wouldn't the average still have been fourth 
if it was all of us four? <laughs> no, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't I the dumb one that one time that I couldn't work out the average of like one, two, and three or something like that? Ah, no, it's, uh, Colin's dumb. Take that back. He's not smart. We, we don't do th- math on this <laughs> At number three, it's the best general on this list. It's General Oromov. At number two, the highest this song. Let me reach it on any list because it's from Die Another Day and it's Miranda Frost and I'm too happy even though I didn't rank it that high. Which means at number one, Slughead's Invincible. He really is invincible. Don't we love how last time we had the gold medalist at number one? She wanted to win a gold medal. She did win a gold medal. And now the guy who thinks he's invincible is invincible because at number one, it's Boris Grishenko. So our top three sweet for Pierce Brosnan films. There you go. I'm a happy boy. Oh, yeah. did, what do we think right. of that? How, how do we feel? Yeah, pretty good list. Yeah? Cool. I, I'm right. glad that the License to Kills were in the bottom four. Do, yeah, do, I'm glad do, they didn't make the top 10. And Boris is good at number four. Do, do we all want to go for another 45 minutes to top our last rankings? We've still got a while to go no. if we top that one. Um, <laughs> uh, at this stage, our next episode will more than likely be our For Your Eyes Only commentary, but uh, stay tuned. It might be something different. We don't know. Uh, and our next rankings episode, uh, do we want to say what it is or we haven't decided yet? Well, I don't think oh, we've Do we know? Uh, I don't know. We've still got some others we've got to do. I know. Ranking the rankings. Um, Uh, What's next? We rank all 400 rankings. Who's number one? Uh, BB, once again. Um, As always. Every character ever. (laughs) Hey, we did it on Survivor. Don't laugh. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Remember when we didn't have a life and we ranked 400 odd Survivor? I don't know. We've still got to do the MI6 guys. We've got to do the Felixes. We've got the title sequences. Yep. Fights. Fem, cars. The femme fatale. Cars, secondary henchmen. Cars. Maybe, why don't we do secondary henchmen next? We've done all the secondary ones. So oh. We should do the secondary henchmen. I think we'd be... Davidoff, finally. Davidoff. <laughs> Rank Davidoff. Um, like us on Adam. Facebook. Patreon. Again, Patreon. Uh, if you don't, I'll sing Die Another Day and play it at the end. Oh. Uh, what song do we want to close out on? How about, tell you what, we've played this. German National Anthem. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good one. But I was going to say. <laughs> Touche, Colin. We'll play the German National Anthem. Um, thanks to everyone for listening. Well, what were you going to play? Yeah, I was, was going to say I'll find a random cover of Die Another Day to see if there's like let somebody. Let it go. Uh, German National let it go. Let it, we've played Let It Go Let before. it go. Let I'm it go. German National Anthem. German you know, national if you guys can sing, the if you can give me the tune of the German National Anthem right now, I will never play Die Another Day again. Exactly. Oh, you got it. Damn it. That was the old one. That was the old one. Imagine if that was. Um, we'll be back next time. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Ben to Pussy's Hole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't want to follow that. Um, my name is Colin to nobody's hole. Oh. And my name is the best of Noah's hole. Deutschland, Deutschland, über alles, über alles in der Welt, wenn 
und Recht und Freiheit für das deutsche Vaterland. Dann noch lasst uns alle streben, brüderlich mit Herz und Hand. Greatest person I know.